Triple M footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water. Triple M footy lives on listener. Replays, interviews, and the only place to catch every Triple M footy call. Oh, wow. Sunday. So often the day after the night before. A day to lay low, relax, keep out of harm's way. But not here. Oh, Rugby League's biggest names get busy right now. Need funds for your small business? Get fast approvals with funding possible in just hours from Prosper. Something big is about to go down. This is Triple M's Sunday Sidbin. Live from McDonald Jones Stadium as Triple M rocks the footy for Prosper, Australia's number one online lender to small business. Triple M rocks the football. It's the Newcastle Knights taking on the Canberra Raiders in an elimination semi-final. Sunday Sinbin, James Graham, Gordon Tallis, James Hooper and Ben Dobbin with you for the next three hours before the call team of Dan Ganane, Brent Reid, Gordon Tallis and James Graham come in to cover up what will be an unbelievable game of football here this afternoon. It's a sellout. You cannot get a ticket in Newcastle, the hottest ticket in town, and the Knights, who are on a nine-game winning streak, looking to go to ten wins. A very good afternoon to the Raging Bull, Gordon Tallis. Three really good games of football so far yeah. in the semifinals, and we come to Newcastle this afternoon for what should be a beauty. Yeah, well, there was two blowouts uh, in the scoreline, but they were... They were great games of footy to watch. I thought, you know, that's the dominance of Penrith and Brisbane. And yesterday, uh, the last game, I was on the edge of my seat because I actually I, thought Cronulla were the better side. And the Roosters just found a way to get it done. And that's yeah. that's what champions do. They just, you know, uh, they never beat. And you come here today and it's a bit like when we arrived against South. It's a beautiful day. And, you know, you, know, you get that sort of that finals yeah. feeling in the air. Well, it is finals. And see how this night side yeah, can perform. Yeah. James Hooper, a very good morning and afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Is ben. it morning or strong afternoon? Strong start from you. Yeah, very really. good morning and very afternoon. I've had a very stressful morning. Very I've good had a, morning and afternoon had, to you. <laughs> I've had a stressful morning. I've had a stressful morning. Uh, the morning. eastern seabirds under pressure early. I, I, it, it has not been an enjoyable morning. And Why? I'm just going to say... We got, well, let, let's fill the listeners in. Cracking day here. Blue skies oh, and sunshine no, at Newcastle. He, he, he wants to be in France with all of his... No, mom, I don't. Oh, no, I don't want to be in France. That's what it is. What's going going on over there? I don't, I'm happy to be here. We've had <laughs> an incident this morning on well, the bus. What was the incident? Let, let's let the listeners know. We got a bus because we're in Newcastle. We got the bus. We all met Charlie at Triple M headquarters. Gordy obviously had to fly back from Brisbane, so he's flown to Newcastle. But there was eight of us on a bus. Jimmy Graham, Dan Ganain, yourself. What? What's the problem? <laughs> well... I don't know what the little people <laughs> where that came from, um, but can I just say that I have, like you do, when you're the bullfrog on the front desk on Wednesday nights, you have a little bit of a preparation. I like to prepare for this show um, as the backbone of this show, which carries Why would you it. start now? Well, backbone. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. For one, you got no spine. <laughs> Right. So let's just so, so, right. So let's just know that, right? So you got those five, and we'll play the audio later. What we've got, but listen, just relax, okay? Just relax. It's Sunday. It's a beautiful day. Right, kids well, are at the park. Well, if we're going to relax, we've yeah. got to do something. The most critical man 
of anybody around birthdays and people taking time time off birthdays. It's James Graham's birthday today. Happy birthday, James Graham. Hey, Jimmy. And you know what? I've got a little bit of information. <laughs> it didn't want to get on the bus this morning. It was all... It didn't actually want to work. And this is the same bloke that oh. has been critical of other people. You know what? We were going to come up here last night. We were going to come up and, and do have a team dinner. And he's like... No, no, no! It's my birthday in the morning. <laughs> I want to be there for my birthday. Well, he's got this to is see the same. Like, hang on, he's got to hang see on, his kids. No question. But the criticism that he has laid on one Charlie White for having some time off on his birthday. Well, Charlie like, did take uh, a week off. Your fiftieth, your fiftieth birthday. He was critical of the raging bull about having the weekend well, off the on his fiftieth birthday. Hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, I worked on my birthday. Whose side are you on? I worked Clearly on my birthday. I'm just calling it what it is. Well, he has been critical of everybody. Happy birthday, James Graham. Good, good afternoon. Thank you, man. Thirty-eight and feeling great. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> look, you don't look at this. It's not thirty-eight <laughs> degrees. What's her name? Where is it, your house? <laughs> I'm not 38. I don't claim to draw and look like... Well, I'm just saying he doesn't look like a 38-year-old. He looks a lot older. No. Well, that, that, no. That, that, that's fine. But look, that, we'll, come, we'll come back to the birthday stuff in a minute, but... Ben Dobbin, your, your level of flappability this morning <laughs> has been quite, quite unpleasant. Well, what do you mean it's unpleasant? Well, it's just a... You, you know, you... you I'm still. We, we, all, we all get stressed, but there's nothing worse that, than people that project their stress onto others. And you bring everyone down with you. Like, so we've come in nice and relaxed. We have a nice, fun show. And, oh, you just project stress, your negative energy. It's in fact. Negative energy. I got that off you last night. And I'm going to unpack. I'm, I want to talk to well, everybody. Hang, hang on. Let me, let me go back to the birthday stuff. So, I, look, m- my parents give me a lot, and I inherited a lot from my. Uh, from my parents, and, and one of those things, uh, good and bad, uh, or good or bad, depends on how you look at it, is uh, the disregard for, for, for birthdays. I, I yeah. didn't go up in a, a birthday-focused house, which Clearly. is fine. Uh, yeah. So the, the only reason that um, you guys know about my birthday is because, yes, I did want to wake up with my children in the morning, and another flapper, producer Charlie White, last week, when he was doing the predictions of where the finals will be, would be he thought the the game in Newcastle was going to be on the Saturday. Yes. So he says, "Can you do the game on the Saturday?" And you said, "No." And in Newcastle, and then well, we'd stay over because it'd be too late to travel back, and then go straight to the game in Sydney. He said, oh, "Look, Charlie, look, uh, look, I'd really like to wake up next to my um, kids on the on the." On, You'd already on the asked for Friday off so you could work for Fox. Let's be clear about this. Let's so, not oh, just oh, make the oh, So now I know it's your being a bonnet because you're the only one not on TV. I, I am on TV. <laughs> I'm on so, an award-winning station, the number one league station. So, well, that's going to be my BS. <laughs> so they don't even want to cover the Queensland. Anyway, Cup. anyway. So, no, so, so, mate, so, you want to get your bullets in your gun, the, the yeah. award-winning station that doesn't want to Hang cover. So, you can get to that later, Fister. So, so, so I said to Charlie, is, is, there any, is there any way I could do the, the Penrith game that's not true. No, it's not true. So I said, Charlie, no, why, can't, why can't I do the Penrith game on a Saturday? Now, it, but it turns out Charlie White is shaking his head. There's a reason why he didn't want me to do the Penrith game on the Saturday. So if he's throwing me under the bus for, for the birthday shout, because he didn't want to spend some time in a car up to Newcastle with one of our co-workers, shall we 
Just are you, leave it are at you that. putting it at me? No. Nope, are you I'm, saying it's me? No, yeah. I'm not. Yes, there's a, no, there's a, there's a co-worker <laughs> of the know. Triple M stable that Charlie White didn't want to speak Are you suggesting he didn't want to be no. in a car with me? No, didn't say Well, that. that's what you're didn't. trying to insinuate. The bus trip anyway. up, Gordy, the bus trip up, it was fading him like when you put the kettle on the stove, right? Like yeah. you st- It starts whistling a little bit and the next thing is it's it's spitting and there's, there's stuff going everywhere. And I sat you, up the you, back. You're on the boil, weren't you? He's easily flustered, right? I tried to concentrate on my own. I was just trying to get myself right. Do you, and do what, you, know, do you know the theory about boiling water, right? Yeah, what? Oh, this is in one. Yeah, go right, on. You put eggs in one. Yeah. And you put coffee, right? So yeah. it all depends. You can get all different outcomes, right? It softens the potatoes. It hardens the eggs. Or you get a nice coffee at the end. So that's pressure, right? It can do different things to you. But you are a mushy thing. As soon as it comes to pressure, you're the potato, right? And you've got a couple of boiled eggs that just galvanise. I love mashed potato. gravy. So you know that theory, right? So boiling water, right? It's pressure. You're an idiot. Right? I'll give you pressure in a minute. It makes mashed potatoes. It can boil an egg and make it hard. Or it can make You're a, a poached egg. That's all you are, a poached egg, a runny is, egg. And, and this is all coming off the back. It, it went to well last night. Obviously, we were at the, the home of the Cronulla Sharks. Fantastic game. Uh, oh, great stadium. God, it's a great, it's not house. a great stadium. It's not a great stadium. I'm going to stop you right now. Great I'm, I'm, I'm stopping no. this now. No, we're going to talk about the game. We're getting to the stadium and that fiasco because I'll tell you what, it's an embarrassment. That stadium is an embarrassment, well, and I'll get to that later. Well, you, you, you mate, not, you go not, tell Gavin Miller and Andrew Eddinghouse. Yeah. Great, mate. Not, that was not great. Only, Endeavour Field, when it was Endeavour Field, great. Not only but was, this is 2023. Not, not only was the stadium. Not only was the stadium embarrassing. <laughs> uh, the whole area of the Shire. This is a dump. I never said that. This is. Uh, this I never is, said that. You, I never. He was, no, 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 Northern beaches don't like the southern beaches. Hey. You know, no, I did was, not say that. I just said horrendous. The cul-de-sac that she lives in, I said, is a dump. I said the street mate, that you live in. That's mate, what I said. you were scathing in your assessment of the Shire, absolutely cutting in the in the van on the way. I'll up. tell you. I'll, you, you, I'll, give, I'll, no, no, I'll give you some reasons shortly. Right when we open this up, because the man about the Shire who made it very clear that who I know the, the owner. I know the owner of the pub. It'll be right. I'm going to give you all a little story shortly because, meow, old security guard, we're full. Okay, we'll go somewhere else. That's a whole nother story. Let's get into it arrogant. anyway. Hey, because they're not arrogant. Well, that's a very, very big lie. That is not arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the biggest lies we've told this year. That is a very, very, very worth, worth big lie. <laughs> it is. And he knows it, Ginger. It might be your birthday, but we're not letting you off the hook. Right, let's get into it, boys. Sharks 13, Cronulla 12. Um, if you're the Sharks fans, you're disappointed once again. Another yeah. semi-final loss. That's three times they've been in semi-finals. The last three games they've been beaten. They were heroic, the Roosters. They had to do it under duress. Yeah. Sin Binning's injuries. We know uh, Swali is now gone. We Manu's out with a hamstring as well. Hoops. It'll go down for the Roosters as one of their gutsiest performances of the year, but it's going to come at a cost. And for the Sharkies, it's almost back to the drawing board for them. Oh, Craig Fitzgibbon will no doubt be eating uh, a lot of tough biscuits today. He drives hard standards at the Cronulla Sharks and he'll be bitterly disappointed because that's now 0 from 3 in terms of finals games over the last couple of seasons for the Sharks. But for the Roosters, Dobbo, you can't take anything 
away from them. They were superb. When yeah. Tedesco went to the bin, you thought, oh, wow, this might be a little bit of a bridge too far now. But for all the adversity that the club has been under, we put the red pen through them six, eight weeks ago yeah. um, because it just looked as though they weren't going to be able to scrape into September. But they're here now. Uh, they found a way to win on the biggest possible stage, uh, and you've got to give full credit to everybody at the club. Yeah, it was absolutely incredible from the Roosters. It reminded me um, of a couple of their performances a few seasons ago when we went through that horrific injury toll with Brett Morris and some of the star players where they were just decimated by injury. Thank you, Ben Dobbin, for spilling the coffee on me. Uh, well, don't forget, my last trip here, he spilled it all over himself. <laughs> yes, I do recall. But, but, but yeah. to, to the, the Roosters, they, they were amazing. They came together. It, it was Backs to the wall stuff, desperation stuff, some huge plays from their leaders um, when Nico Hines was going, had two attempted field goals. What was Tedesco? Who was the other one? Kiri. Uh, Kiri. Kiri. Kiri was what? immense. Yeah, that, was unbelievable. That, that, the way he shot himself out yeah. of the cannon. And, and that's going under above. Pressure. That's, go, that's you going above line? beyond because. Because on TV, I thought they were offside. Well, Kiri was okay. He actually said. Don't forget, been getting don't forget the Titans lost. Don't forget the loss. The Titans, and I'll bring it up, and lost the game for it, and then they, and then Parramatta did the same thing, so they lost two games because of it, and I just didn't know, like, live, I'm sitting yeah. there going, geez, they got there really it quick. Would, yeah, but it's, it's, it's a difficult one to, to call live from the referee, but I think the, the Kiri example... Uh, it just shows what a leader he is. That's going above and beyond because they were decimated by bodies. Like the the, the the fatigue in the middle. Like you know, Victor Radley out on his feet. <sighs> Lindsay Collins out on his feet. Brandon Smith. You know, he got like a five minute rest. And what Kiri recognised is that okay, my middle forwards can't go and get there, so I'm going to take responsibility here. So he's got the game awareness to recognise that they're going to go for the field goal, come out of shape to sprint out of the line to block it down. That was that was incredible. But in terms of the Cronulla Sharks looking and their assessment, they'll never have a better opportunity to win a finals game. Like they're at home yep. against an understrength team that lose their skipper yeah. for 10 minutes in a crucial period of the game. They had 53 missed tackles, 15 ineffective and 15 errors. They got no attack. Did they, they have 53 missed tackles? Yeah, the, 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 this is well, the point. Yeah. This is the point. Just watching it at home last night with their centers, right? And at their best, like they're so robust, but... But there's no footy in it. You know what I mean? So Talakai a couple of years ago, there was he or Katoni Stakes that were going to be, you know, like the left edge for New South Wales. And then, you know, Ramey, so like Ramey their back three are really hard. good. Yeah, so like their back, mate, he was defensively great. But they need points. You need to, mate, you need to come up with something, right? So, yes, that's part of the job, right, is making your tackles, being enthusiastic, doing all that kind of stuff. But when you get to that level and you need to win finals, they need to come up. You need someone that can do something. They've got to go back to the drawing board, haven't they, boys, the Sharks? Craig, Craig Skibbon's got a real issue on his hands in the sense that they finished second last year. Now, people can say, and we talked about this last night, well, their draw was a little bit easier last year and they finished second and they got but They still got second in the, the regular season. This year, a lot of expectation and, you know, and this is honest, I think they underperformed. I think by their own admission they underperformed this year. They get a home semi-final against a team that's down without Jared Aria Hargraves. Like, they are yeah, but down. don't forget, they had injuries yeah, too. Yeah. Like, Hamlin Wellay pulled out that, that, in the yeah. lead-up yeah, sure. to the game. That well, Royce Hunt was, was very good Hunt. last night. He was, he was, he was very was. good. Toby Rudolph was, was very unbelievable. good. Unbelievable, immense. But th- they can't get it done. That's three semi-finals now that they've had an opportunity and where they have been the favourite every time and they've been beaten. So you've got to look at the cattle that you've got and whether or not they're going in the right direction, Hoops. And I don't know whether or not that 
Craig Fitzgibbon, who knows he's got a defensive resolve and he was a defence coach, whether or not he would be happy. I think he's going to start to ask a lot of questions. We talk about the dogs' reviews and stuff like that. I think Cronulla need to do a, a, a real review on their roster because at the moment... They just need a, they need a bit of X factor. Yeah, and I think with Nico Hines, with you know the first year, and he played seven, and he was a runner, and I think you know, like if you ball it down, he's like a big thirteen, right? He's a mate, he's a big Isaiah Yo type of player, right? And then he needs to go to someone else. You look at the way Brisbane has improved with one player by the name of Reese Walsh. So, so that's where. So what other than that is the answer? Where, what, what have they got coming? That's the I thing. Think, and what's their junior well, mate, I stock think speed? I think the hardest thing to defend in the game at the moment is I'm looking at speed. I watch Penrith, they look fast. I watch Brisbane, they look fast. Yep. I, look, I watch Cronulla, they're tough, they're gritty. Uh, they get through their sets. Um, they got great metre gainers at the back, but there's no genuine speed. They make a break and Lindsay Collins cuts them off. Yeah. Does he cut off Reese Walsh or Selwyn Cobbo or no, someone like that? No, you mean, so you're that, right. You mean, so that's my Trindle point. Just sitting there watching line. it at yeah. the fan, not really caring who wins, just Ooh. trying to, what you know, what do they need, what's happening, and then, like, just watching it. And they were gutsy and they were gritty, and if I'm a Sharks fan, I'm proud of them. But that's going to be it. Yeah. That's what they got. That's, that's... Will Kennedy makes not, a difference to that side. Like, and... and I, he was named in that extended bench. You can only think Connor Tracy was good, but you would think that clearly he wasn't fit enough to be in that team. No, well, it was you know? six weeks. It yeah. was six weeks since he'd done the hamstring. It was a grade three when he did it uh, out at Penrith that night. So uh, he was always going to be racing the clock. It was touch and go. They decided to go with Connor Tracy, who, in fairness, had been very good yeah, for them you're right. over this little back period of the season. So in terms of going back to the drawing board, Dobbo, I, I, I'm with Gordy. I don't think... You don't need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. They just need a couple of little one subtle, or one or two key yep. signings, right, yeah. yes. in key positions. Yes. If they can get an X Factor gun, you know, number six, um, where do you just find something them? a little bit uh, different. He's coming off contract at Penrith. Oh yeah. Oh, so where do you find yeah. him? Well, there's a couple because then you got Ezra, Ezra up at coming up there, Brisbane as well. He's and, not, he's and not going obviously, there. they're all. Well, oh, there's plenty of oh, them that are in on. the queue. Oh, oh. Plenty of, are you breaking of them that are in well, the queue waiting for Kevin. November one? We're going to talk you to Kevin Wall. No, no, very asking you. Are you breaking something? I can break it if you want. Why are you? Yeah. Come on, can I just just? Did you break something on the weekend? Why are you wearing a puffer vest indoors when it's about twenty six degrees? Hey, hold on, Dobbo. See, so mate, because like you break stories, can we? Roll the audio of Dobbo breaking a story in Brisbane through the week. Is he going Maybe. to Newcastle? Well, he's had a medical there, Margo. Uh, uh, you know, mm. I mean, rugby league's a funny thing. If I say yes, he probably won't go. If I say no, he probably ends up there tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to say, I don't know. <laughs> what that, did he go? That's the leading <laughs> journalist <laughs> in Brisbane. He's gone country. And that was about Corey Oates. They asked him a simple question. The next day I told everybody the truth. I got the proof. He's staying at Brisbane. Is that, your, no, no. Yeah. Is that <laughs> how important you think you are? Oh, what what get you off. say they're going to go to the office? You want to go down this road? You oh, and I will start no, a war. But I'm you and I will start a war. We're gonna start <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? So, uh, Mazaka going to oh, Parramatta? Here we go. Greg Inglis? <laughs> Do I, no, mate, you said, like, G. mate, I? listen. Oh, mate, Greg Inglis You've will be in Brisbane. It. It's got, I think no, I you said that, that on 360. Oh, no one yes, even You that. heard it as gospel. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, I know he swallowed my wine. <laughs> it was a good one, too. It wasn't oh. a quaffer. <laughs> oh, on the seriousness. Of- <laughs> Look at him. He's gone. He's gone quiet. I wasn't happy before I got here. I'm mean, just in a worse mood now. Well, on the seriousness of the, of the Sharks, there, there might be some tough conversations to be had there because they've got. 
you know, players in and around about the same about ability with, with, with Tracy, with, with, with Trindle, with, you know, with, with Moylan there. It's gonna it's gonna have some tough conversations for Fitzgibbon on how he can make them better and whether it's speed or or execution of play they just couldn't execute last night they they had so many opportunities I think Moylan's moving on yeah Jimmy, so he won't be there next year uh, but certainly to Gordon's point from earlier they do they got to go and try yeah. and find a circuit breaker X yeah. factor well there was a Ben Barber right that went there bit. last time you mean yes. like you mean like, you just need someone right. That's gonna make mistakes, but they're gonna throw something that's different to what you're. And then you know that when you're playing with that guy, I'm gonna defend because he's gonna try something and do something that I can't do. But when he does it and it doesn't come off, we just defend it. And a bit like Kalen Pong, right? He's gonna try stuff out here today. But if he makes a mistake, let's just defend it. Can we just quickly talk about Wade Graham? He finished. His and where's Ezra Mam gonna go to? He's not going anywhere. <laughs> um, he's staying at Brisbane, and I'll tell you that right now on record. Um, <laughs> He's gone to the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> we talk we about Wade Graham. Wade Graham, Wade Graham played his last game in the NRL last night and unfortunately he he was brilliant last night. He tried and tried and tried and tried. We, and I know he's part of our family and, and the Triple M family and also with you guys on Fox. He does a lot of work there and he's been very heavily involved in the RLPA and he's got a career in rugby league. But just as a player, as he said last night, a boy from, uh, I think, from Bankstown or, or from, no, you know, from, from Penrith. Penrith. Right? Yeah. yeah, some Blacktown, sorry. He played junior football at Blacktown. What a career. And he has absolutely always held himself in the highest esteem and just a great career. To finish on last night was disappointing for him. Sometimes, Jammer, it doesn't always go the way you'd like, but he's been an absolute icon of the game. Yeah, um, and, and such a good person as well. Like that's, I think that's his uh, most credible trait is is that he's a, a he's good bloke with it all. He's not, you know, he doesn't get uh, caught up in the career. He's just a knockabout guy that'll sit and have a chat with you and have a beer with you. And I think, you know, you, you look at yesterday's game and you know there was some incredible collisions involved and Wade was involved in in a number of those. Um, but you see the end of the game, the scenes, uh, all 34 players, a number of um, staff and, and and whatnot from, from both teams to make a guard of honour for him. You know, yeah, he got huge. carried off yeah. the field. Like, that's that, that's what our sport can do. And it's, it's yeah, it's about belting one another, about trying to get the victory, playing till the death. But it's about respect. And, um, yeah, Wade Graham get, deserves every ounce of that that he yeah, got. And that's why that club, like that 300-game club is... A- because he's two ninety seven, mm. like he's two ninety seven. Yeah, is worth like three fifty to some of those guys, or four hundred yeah. of some of those guys. How they put their body on the line, like he squeezed a lot out of it. Well, right? he, he, every he, time he, you went on the pitch, like you just saw him, like he'd take on the bully. Like so many times, I'm watching the biggest bloke carry, and you think, God, that's a great shot, and he's in his face. Yes, <laughs> I'm like. You know, mate, don't you have mirrors in your house? You're not you're not supposed to be that guy. So that's how he's played. And he's one of those guys. I think Wayne Bennett always said it. You just want to be a guy that everybody wants to play with. And that's him. Yeah, that's Wade Graham. And he finished on the front foot too, Gordon. Yeah. Like, he's had some challenges over the back half of his career. Um, there were issues with HIA. He's yeah. going back to last season, some suspensions. But his football over the last month, he's been in the starting side. He's been outstanding. I remember when he debuted for Penrith, he was only 17, 
years of age. <laughs> so, and then if you look at the chronology of his career, he's ticked every box. He's won a premiership, right? He's helped Cronulla smash a 50-year premiership drought, the club's first ever title. They turned Harold Holt, they turned the porch lights off. Yep. Um, those scenes were epic. He's played for New South Wales. He's played for Australia. He's captained his club. Um, so he literally has ticked almost every single box in terms of individual achievements. And if you go back to that grand final when uh, the, Sh- the Sharks smashed that premiership drought, the job that he did on Cooper Cronk in that game was absolutely epic. Like, Cronk is such a genius player in that he's such a brilliant controller of the contest. Sure. And Wade Graham just put a target on him and went absolutely after him the entire game. And it unsettled Cooper's rhythm, which you don't often see. Very rarely. So, and you, and, and, he's a champion. And from that team as well, you you look at the, um, the, the, the pedestal that some of those experienced blokes put Wade Graham on. You're Luke Lewis's, you're Michael Innes, you're Paul Gallants. They love that bloke and it, you know you can see what it means to them. Um, you know, to help hold him in such high regard from those three in particular it, it is massive. And just just circling back to, to Cronulla, just having a little think there while while we were sort of... Shooting uh, the brain. breeze. Yeah. I, Look out. Do, no, I, I'm, I thought he was going to go back to the old puffer vest. Do they... They've got a lot of... They're very stacked in the forward. So you've got Cameron McInnes, Dale Finucane, very similar style of players. Do they need to make a tough call with one of them? Because they'll be, they'll be on, both on decent amount, amount of, of money. Do they need to move one of those guys on? Have a tough conversation with one of those and say, look, for the, for the betterment of the club, we need to invest some money in other areas. We're covered in the forwards. You've got Braden Hamlin-Welle. You've got Toby Rudolph. Royce Hunt. Royce Hunt. Young Colquhoun looks like he's a goer. Their back row, Jack Williams. Teague Wilton was Teague, injured. But Teague Wilton but, but and Nick Cora on, an e- on edges there. Yep. Like, just one of those, McInnes or Finucane. And I, I, I play with them both, and I love what they both bring to an organisation, but it's like, is there too much of that? And is it time to make a call and say, we're going to let one of those go and go and invest somewhere else in the squad? Isn't the issue for that, though, Gemma, that I know Dale and Cameron, Craig Fitzgibbon, absolutely loves them because they set the standards. They know what's – especially Dale. He he absolutely – coming out of the Melbourne Storm system, and he was obviously at the Bulldogs as well prior to that – He's a winner. He knows what success looks like, and so he, he drives a lot of those training standards, off-field standards. Yeah, but you need one driver. Yeah, that, well, you only yeah, need one driver, yeah. right? You, yeah. mean, you don't need two drivers. So if one's really good at driving the stand and you go, okay, well, let's put our eggs in him and let's get something else that's just going to help us just in another area, right? Yeah. Like if you've well, got two pro- guys in the one job, and have. that's what you said, yeah. so like then every, you know, like, and it's a really valid point, the wingers look the same, the centres play the same. You know, everybody plays the same. Well, one bloke that has got his team firing is Kevin Walters. He joins us next. Hoops, Jimmy Graham, Gordon Tallis, Ben Dobbin with you. Triple M, Sunday, Sinbin, all thanks to Prosper, Australia's number one online lender to small business. We're going to talk Panthers very shortly. I call BS. Jack Cogger will join us as well a little later on this afternoon. Um, and we'll also look at the Knights and their run. It's been unbelievable. But boy, oh boy, was it Friday night beautiful. It was a magic night at Suncorp Stadium. My beautiful Brisbane Broncos. They're back, baby. They were semi-final football. What do you mean they're back? <laughs> well, mate, they finished three first. years ago. Three years they ago, they finished mate, first. Three years ago, they got the wooden spoon. Oh, and you wow. know what? 
the Messiah, the great Kevin Walters. He's lifting them up again and he joins us on the Sunday Sinwin. <laughs> Hello, Kevy. How are you, mate? I'm good, thanks, Tobo. Yeah. <laughs> Just take that with a pinch of salt, mate. He knows, mate. Uh, we are. You know when you want to talk mate. about rock solid, me and Kevy, rock solid. I think you it's Kevy and I. You can't break us. I well, think it's Kevy and I. Well, well Dobbo, as you've already said, whatever you say happens, the opposite happens because you are the uh, oracle. You know, it's the level of Dobbo's self-importance. So I hope you're not backing the Broncos because we all know whatever you say, the opposite happens. Kev, uh, Kev in all seriousness, Congratulations. Friday night was a real statement by your side. You've been building, um, but I think as a coach, and I'm sure the the keeping Melbourne to nil would have been the most impressive thing from that night. Yeah, it certainly was, Dobbo. They've been a a great side for a long time, uh, the Storm. And I know they had some injury problems and some concussion uh, HIAs and and that the other night. Um, You know, so they probably weren't at their best, I'll be fair to say, after having reviewed the game the last couple of days. And, yeah, but I was very very happy for our guys and very impressed with our our defence, particularly our goal line defence. It was really good and needed to be uh, to keep us in the game. Hey, Kevin, it's good. Congratulations, obviously, finishing equal first and a great win. Um, How does another week off sit with you guys? Oh, I'm very comfortable with that, Gordy. Um, We've got a nice week of training, you know, prepared for the boys yeah. uh, to, again, freshen them up. It's been a long season, yeah. um, even with state of origin and, and the buys that we've had. So we've just, uh, you know, and we rested some players, you know, a couple of weeks ago. So we knew this may happen and we've got good plans around all of our players and um, treated them really well this week. I'm sure they'll appreciate uh, what we're doing this week and then into next week's game, who we'll, we'll find out who that will be, you know, later this afternoon. Kevy, it's James Graham here. I uh, congratulations on on the victory. It's a pleasure to to watch the Broncos at the moment, the way they're playing. But I just want to ask yeah. you, as a, as a as a coach, like, do things change for you around finals? Am, am I right in thinking this is your first final series as a coach? Yeah. Like, how were the nerves for you personally? Was there any? Did you notice anything different um, from a coaching perspective? Yeah, that's a good question, Jimmy. And I did feel um, a little bit nervous and sort of a little bit more excited, you know, on. On Friday, uh, just sort of after lunchtime, I started to think about the game a bit more and what could happen and the pros and cons of our performance. And I did start to get a little bit nervous. So I, I stopped thinking about the game again because I don't like to, to show that, you know, in front of players. Uh, if the coach is nervous, well, geez, you're in a bit of a shaky place. And, I, you know, I've got a lot of confidence in, in our group and uh, in our boys, uh, what they can produce. So... Yeah, but it was it was a different feeling. That's a good question, and uh, that's what finals do, I suppose. Oh, stop rubbing him, Kev. Stop <laughs> it, seriously. You don't need it. No, it wasn't. I mean, seriously, don't do not give him any more. Hey, don't mate, get what's snippy, wrong? Just because right? you didn't think of it, Just because okay? you didn't think of it, Dobber. <laughs> Mate, he doesn't think of it, mate. He, mate, he thinks he's talking to Eddie Jones. <laughs> he doesn't know who he's talking to. Go on, Hoops. Uh, hey, Kevin, Hoops, congratulations, mate. Uh, it's been an awesome turnaround um, that you've been able to achieve with the Brisbane Broncos in your tenure as the coach. Uh, and you've also shown, uh, as evidence Friday evening, that you're prepared to make the tough decisions as well. How hard was that when you made the call uh, and you had to have the tough conversation with Corey Oates and Jesse Arthurs obviously went into the side? Yeah, yeah. First up, hoops. It's not just me and my work. There's been a whole lot of people at the Broncos, staff, players um, that have worked really hard the last three years to get us back to where we are. So I'm, I'm pleased where we are, but it's, it's been a lot of people's, you know, hard work uh, to get us there. So it's not just 
I can't take all the, all the credit. Well, I'll take some of it, but all of it's you know it's a shared philosophy. Yeah, you know, the Broncos. And secondly, with OT, yeah, that was a that was a tough one uh, to to break with him. Um, he he's unfortunately season's been a little bit difficult with injury, and I just felt uh, that Jesse was was much fitter at the time. But you know, leading into the game, Oti's had that knee problem. He's still not 100% with his knee, and I just thought the speed of the game and the way that the Storm play. Jesse would be the right fit for you know for Friday night. As it turned out, it, w- it worked really well for us, and Jesse had a, a really strong game. So um, that's what it was. But it was a tough one for OT to, to, to cop, and also Marty Tapao and Corey Jensen as well are two guys that have yeah. been prominently with us this year, and they had to, to miss out on Friday night as well, which um, is disappointing for them. But again, it's a whole of squad mentality uh, to get this far, and um, we're certainly um, appreciative of everyone's contribution this year, you know, to the club. There'd been a lot made, Kev, in the lead-up about the hoodoos and the fact that you hadn't been able to beat them in the last 14 encounters, the Melbourne Storm. Yep. Did you raise that at all? Do, do you buy into any of that bogey side um, narratives that we do see from time to time bob up in the game and often ring true? No, I, I don't atone to it, Hoops. And I noticed uh, Reese Walsh said something about it as well. I mean, we've only played the Storm. All it can relate to is this team now currently, and we've played them twice this year, and once we were under strength, they beat us in Melbourne, and they beat us up here uh, last week, but that was a uh, it was an under strength team of both teams, so not really relevant, so I didn't give it too much uh, talk through the week, um, certainly, but Dobbo, I'll give Dobbo a wrap here, he, he lifted the curses of uh, the Melbourne oh, didn't he? What? at Suncorp Stadium by bringing in a witch yeah. doctor. Yes, that's yeah. right. You know about this, don't you? What? Yeah. We bought a witch doctor in this week and we put all the scores of the, 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 the 14 years of scores yeah. and the witch cast a spell and lifted the energy. But no, but listen, no, 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 Kevy. Kevy, Kevy, see the video. Kevy, but little did you know, right, what they had to throw in was every time Dobbo backed you guys the win, they all got thrown in there as well. That was the biggest curse that got lifted. Oh, mate, I said to the Triple M, I said, hey, listen here, mate, you've got to throw every time Dobbo's ever backed anybody. Put that in there as well. He's a huge player on the right shoulders, Dobbo, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> oh, isn't he what? Isn't he what, mate? You got a, hey, hey, Kevy, just, just sort of one thing, mate. It might have been about a month ago. You got asked a question and you didn't know how good this side is and you don't know how far their best is away. I went to the creek and had a beer and there's a couple of old horse trainers there and then they just brought it up that when you're in a horse race and they go, oh, mate, we don't know how good this horse is, it's, it's actually frightening because they don't know. Like they sit on there and a jockey goes, I don't know. How, how how much more improvement does your footy side have in it? Well, just going from, from our last performance, which all I go by, there's a lot more in us still. You know, certainly the other night uh, we played well, but that's not our best football. There were some errors, you know, at the play of the ball. I think Walsh came up with a couple and uh, Cobbo came up with a couple of, you know, errors which we need to eliminate, um, you know, out of our game if we want to progress further in this competition. Um, and also, I just think that our spine is, is getting better every week. Renault has missed a few weeks, which um, has halted that combination of moving forward. And he's back, and I, he was the orchestrator for us on Friday night. And the combination that he can strike up with Billy Walters, um, Ezra Mam, and Reese Walsh, you know, with our forwards the way they play, um, they provide a really, you know, strong platform for us. And these guys are going to get the benefits of that and we've got to make sure we, we capitalise on all that when we can and that, that's that's the work in progress. That's where we're going to get better as a team. 
Hey, Kevy, um, one of your superstars, Reese Walsh, and this isn't a, an X's and O's question, but it's been compared to Beatles mania uh, with, with Reese. Um, <laughs> it is. And, and obviously that's only going to be amplified the, the closer you get to the grand final and obviously in uh, next week's or the week after's Prunley final. Um, how as a coach do you manage that? And also what have you made of it as well? Like, you know, were these things happening back in your day? <laughs> well, they certainly was. Come on, yuck. <laughs> Come on, yuck. Pig dog out. Like, Who's going to chase him up the street? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, uh, look, it is, and it's not just Walshy. Um, my wife's made comment, and I've got an 80-year-old daughter as well, and they've made comment of how um, good-looking the Broncos team is. We've got so many good-looking blokes in our side. So, and we see so many young women and mums and whatnot come down to training all to see, you know, Walsh, not just Walsh, there's a heap of them there that um, are bringing women back to, to rugby league, which I think is, is an amazing thing awesome. to do. with more, Yeah, I was thinking about that, about the coach's box as well. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a goldfish <laughs> box. <laughs> hey, qu- hey, quickly, Kev, um, lots of talk of about... fish in there. Lots of talk about Ezra, man. Um, obviously, he's got another year there, um, and November 1, he's, his manager's come out and said, oh, we're going to test the market. Talking to people at, at, at the club, you guys are very confident that you're going to retain yeah. him and obviously long-term he doesn't want to go anywhere. I know he's a, a good and a boy. He's like out from the western suburbs of, yeah. of Brisbane. He's he's proud, proud Bronco. I don't think – and I, I don't want to get into everything, no, obviously. No, no but Come on, my, my mail is that you guys are very confident of retaining him. Certainly are, Dobbo. Um, and we're not trying to get him on the cheap or try and you know, underpay him or anything. We'll pay – Pay Ezra, you know, what he's worth. He's come a long way in the last uh, couple of years. Even just last, uh, on Friday night, he had a, Ezra had a really bad experience with Nelson, uh, so big Nelson uh, down in yep. Melbourne last year or even up here uh, a couple of times. Um, he taught, tortured him, you know, with carrying the ball. But the other night he was really good in defence. So he's just goes to show the improvement that he's made in his game. And he, um, I want to give Ezra a bit of a rap here as well. He spent a lot of time in the off-season working on his one-on-one defence Making sure he's always a target, and he's did a great job. So we're going. Well, yeah, I'm very confident we can retain him, but we'll have to obviously pay him, you know, some decent money, a lot more than certainly what he's on now. But that's you know, well, that's the going rate for him. Uh, we'll find it in the cap somewhere because um, we're not letting Ezra get anywhere else. But uh, Broncos jersey on. Hey, Ke- hey, Kevy. Um, what about the the reports after the game? Um, Alfie took a, a number of staff to the to the Caxton. Uh, What's been the fallout from from that? Is there anything to report? <laughs> no, no fallout with Alfie. Alfie doesn't no. get in trouble. It's just uh, Alfie, you know. He took a couple of the, the, the coaches up there, but uh, he's... One uh, coach Alfie. that wasn't there was Kevin. Kevin yeah. didn't go there. Mate, Kevin went home. That's I, got, I got a... I got an early morning, late night. Well, it's a it's an early morning text from him. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I, I was there. Kev, enjoy twenty six more songs. Apparently, yeah, it was enjoy, for every point they want. <laughs> no, 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 no. Twenty six for every point they want. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kev, enjoy the next couple of weeks, and we'll talk to you in the lead up to a prelim. It's going to be heaving in Brisbane in the next couple of weeks. We all know what Brisbane gets like, yeah. and the fact that the Broncos are back, there are, it's really yeah. exciting for them. Prelim Take off his Redcliffe Dolphins hat oh, for that game too. Kevin knows. Hey, he knows I'm rock solid. He knows. Mate. He knows I'm rock solid. That's one thing he doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> right, but yeah, no. right. You're not. See you later, Kevin. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin.
Happy birthday to James Graham, 38 today. And gee whiz, doesn't he look his age? Anyway, last night before... Mate, he's looking good for his age. What are you he looking about? Fantastic. I don't think he is. Well, they can't make... Hey, listen, your, mate, there's clearly listen. no mirrors at your house then if you're bag and blokes I'm 10 years about older their than appearance. Him. I'm 10 years older than him. What's that matter? Yeah, well, I look, I look my age. Oh, oh, I wouldn't oh, go that far. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's get it. Stop staring at me like you're some tough human, which you're not. You're a kitten. You're a kitten. Um, Panthers, once again. Mate, I, I honestly, I had you down for... Al Pacino style. You know when you said last year about your missus was pregnant? <laughs> I was like, this is in the record books. <laughs> <laughs> like, when you take that kid to school, they're going to be saying, oh, oh, no, they're going to be saying, oh, isn't that nice? The I'm great seeing gra- a therapist the about that. The I'm seeing a therapist about that. You don't need to bring to that up. Oh, isn't that sweet? Isn't that <laughs> sweet? Hey, listen, I'm seeing a counselor over that as it is. Let's not unpack that. I'm already worried about that. Why is granddad bringing you to school? That's if he can walk, he's got that triathlon, mate. He's oh. got to pull an injury soon. No, there's no injury. I've had a big week of exercise. We'll get How to that. is the training Very good. Very yeah. good. Yeah. At, yep, had a couple of cycles this week, two swims, two runs. It's been good. It's been a, a good week. Couple of hash browns, cycles. A couple of hash browns for breakfast. Yeah, like a cycle as in like the Lazy Susan, just what, going to different that? restaurants. Well, like you were eating them this morning. Well, I had two hash browns this yeah. morning. Can we talk about the Panthers, please? Warriors 30. Mm. Uh, the Panthers 32, Warriors 6. The Panthers through to another prelim, going with three yeah. in a row. You were there, Hoops. Impressive mm. is an understatement and led by their halfback, who is just awesome yesterday. They just put on an absolute clinic. Dobbo, it was actually frightening watching it. Uh, James Fisher-Harris and Moses Leota, they just go to another level at yeah. this stage of the year, Gordy. And it reminds me of um, those champion Broncos sides back in the day when you were playing, Gordon, where... You had yourself, you had Webke, you had Petro. It's just unrelenting uh, the way that they're able to tear other sides to pieces. And they went out, they jumped on the front foot early. And then as the game wore on, Nathan Cleary was just the puppet master. Every string that he pulled hit the mark. Uh, and obviously finished off yeah. w- with scoring a try as well, and they march into another prelim. They are going to be very, very, very hard to beat. There was a bit of an excuse with no Sean Johnson, but I just like the way Webster answered it at the end of the game. He goes, no, they would have scored those tries. We, no, Sean wouldn't have stopped that. But the Warriors were getting in set for set, but they just couldn't finish off. They couldn't get any good ball. They couldn't, you know, like, and then all the great halfbacks turn the good sets into great sets or, you know, the poor sets into a good set. And then that's what the Warriors really lack yesterday. And just the relenting pressure of the Panthers. They're just relentless. They, they, and they're the best defensive side, right? That's like, it. Mate, they just suffocate you. Like, if Melbourne, you know, have have been the best defensive side for the last 10 years, well, Penrith have taken that mantle. Absolutely. Yeah. They do, they dominate with, with blocks of possession, don't yeah, they, the Panthers? They they just know how to, to complete high. They're the highest rating and team um, when it comes to possession in the competition this season and have been for a number of seasons. What that does, it creates fatigue in the opposition, which affects your ability to, to make correct decisions. You looked at those middle forwards for the Warriors in, in the first half, they were they were struck. Yes. They were they were they were gassed. They were running on empty. And what fatigue does to you? It's kind of. I always thought. I, I tried to look and assess about you know, thinking back to my time of when you're fatigued. Like when you're out there usually, and you're fresh, you're not thinking. You're just on autopilot. Yes. But when you get fatigued, you start to think, and that's when 
you, you chew up energy by thinking, I need to start to move here. I, most of the game, you're not actually, you're on autopilot. Mm. You're just going, you're just doing. And when you get tired, you start to overthink what you need to do. And that affects your you ability. You try to predict what they're doing yeah. instead of just react. And that actually affects your ability yeah. to execute and come up with what you are supposed yeah. to do. And I think, you know, that, that, that's what Penrith are expert experts at doing but Nathan Cleary yesterday without his half's partner was sensational and that was epitomised by he loses his boot <laughs> gets up gets up tries to put tries to put it on goes there yeah, sods this and he just hits I'll, I'll, Martin, I'll just crack on like if you can do do it with one shoe on yeah. you know you know you're something special like and puts Liam Martin yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> and I heard Vossi because I can hear now he's trying to when was the last player that set up a try with no boot on but it was yeah they're, they're just clinical aren't they so and their forward pack just exactly. dominates through the middle so is they, that in the rule book what's that that you have to have your playing uh, a tire on? Oh, well, look, yeah, it I'm sure be. technically... It would be, but he didn't score. Technically, you're supposed to, right? But if it comes off yeah. in, in the rough and tumble of play, then mm. surely yeah, you're allowed yeah. to play on. So, it's like if your jersey gets ripped or whatever, you know. Yeah, you like, just you're, play you're, on. Allowed to, you're allowed to still keep cracking on if the ball's live. Can I add to that? Mm. I nearly run on the field one day with Tweety Bird socks on. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, because for some reason the Bronx, like... They forgot socks in our kit bag, so we've gone out to Campbelltown and, like, because I used to play with new socks on every game and then there was, like, no socks. So there's, like, eight guys with no socks. So they had to race the Peter Wynn score to get some Bronco <laughs> socks off the shelf. It must, it must have made a phone call. We need some socks at Campbelltown Stadium as quick as possible. Put them in whatever to get them there. But Foghorn leg on, because that's when, you know, the... <laughs> <laughs> I was running around with Tweety Bird socks on warming up. It was funny. Shane Webke's got the big legs on and the, and the little foghorn leg on. Oh, my God. Uh, can we, speaking um, of, hang on, just uh, before we get there, speaking of socks, oh, yeah, Scotty, I don't know. what's I going think on I, with wow. your socks? I don't know. I think I'm on a socks. Like the Raging Bull's wearing multi-coloured yeah, like socks. He's, 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 he's been at a festival. I might have stolen them off Gemma. I don't know. Yeah, Gordy, can I ask you about Penrith going through to a prelim? So the Warriors go back for a quick turnaround. They, they will face the oh, winner of this match here between yes, the blackout. Yeah, there. and so how difficult is it to bounce back after that week one semi-final? As you've played in where you've lost a semi and then you you get another chance, how difficult is it to get? And mm. and they were they had the, their own charter flight. They went back straight away last night, so they're back there. They're prepping. But how? They'll be right. So then they're going to play this side. It's more difficult for this side here. To get up on a high and win, so then you learn more from a loss. It's and they didn't really get beaten up. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't a drag them out, beat them up type of thing. And as I said, they've got an excuse. So when they come back, Sean Johnson plays no matter what. Sean Johnson runs out no matter what. And if he's got to play in a dinner suit and just kick him around, he has to go out there and do that. And I think it's a totally different Warriors side over there. And they have been a different Warriors side over there. And they're not as fatigued if you compare it to. Say the game like the, the the Roosters and the Sharks. Yeah. Like the, the Roosters go to Melbourne battered, and yes, you you, you know yeah. teams like the, the Storm and, and the Warriors they lo- they lost. Yeah. But they you, they bad. went in a in a battle. They sort of yeah. really the Warriors probably like emotionally knew the game was gone. 
maybe like at the 30, 40 minute marker. Yep. They, they, you know, I know they would have talked about hope and coming back, yep. but they really, they weren't as, it's not one of those emotional losses where you, you, you're shattered and you're thinking what might have been. It wasn't hey, an we were close battle. Yeah, we, no. and it's not emotionally taxing where you go, yep. mate, if we'd have just executed that, that one play, we'd have had the week off. They, they, they knew that. And they go back, good chance to regroup and... Yeah, I think it's it's going to be a great contest over there next week, and you know they'll have the the nation behind them. It's going to be exciting. Speaking of emotion, Jimmy, you raise a great point there. In that they're going to be feeling the love back home in oh, Auckland, yeah. right? It, it is up the Waz is out of control at the moment. Is that right? You the Waz. I don't like are, the Waz. You don't like the Waz. Why? Why is that? Why? The Warriors. Yeah, but they've got a nickname. No, I'm happy. They're all their fans seem to have all bought no, into it. They're, they're loving. Warriors. I would rather and and North Queensland have a problem with getting called cows and cowboys. Yeah, they the cowboys don't like that, do they? When they because get there's a the big cows. difference between I, a cow I make sure I never call and them a that. cowboy. And yeah. I, I don't know what a was is. I'd I tell you, I'd rather it's, face it's, it's a was. Gordon up the was. I would catchy. rather face a was than a warrior. I don't even. I don't. Just saying, there's something in the name. Yeah, well, maybe there is. Um, either way. But they are riding the wave. Don't think about it too right, hard, Back then, home. Right? Don't think about it too hard, right? I know you're thinking about that. In New Zealand, yes. it is going to be <laughs> off the charts this week, even though the Rugby yeah. Union World Cup has started. Yeah, the well, Triple M will be there. Over there. Triple are you going. Are you going over? No, I'm not he doesn't. going. He's oh. not even, mate. The A team goes. No, I'm not going over there. I, no, chose, I, know I, I was asked, but I chose not no. to. I've got oh, other listen. commitments on. No, no, no listen, here, listen here. I've got other commitments. He's got you a dog show. Is you a dog show? You asked that they knocked you back again. There might be a bit of truth in that. I would have loved to have gone to Auckland. Knights taking on the Raiders. Hey, what are you looking at me for? Like, say McDonald's? No, McDonald's Jones Stadium. <laughs> so I, don't try and. No, I think no. we can get that cut back <laughs> on because, we mate, we got here on the East Seaboard at McDonald Jones Stadium. McDonald Jones Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Just say the Knights home ground. James Graham, Gordon Tallis, Hoops, Ben Dobbin with you for the next few hours ahead of what will be an epic game. Raiders taking on the Knights this afternoon. <laughs> Southern Death Elimination Semi-Finals. And there's a huge story that has broken over the last couple of hours uh, concerning a North Queensland Cowboys player and a photo that's come up on Instagram. Brent Reed, read his mail. He's just a little cameo. Hello, mate. How are you? boys. How are you? All right. All Talk good. us through it, mate. What's happened? Well, look, obviously this, uh, this image... Uh, appeared on social media this morning, Dobbo. I think we can name him. Yep. Well, his name's out there, Valentine Holmes. Um, he's obviously he's holding a can of drink and he's got a, a, a bag of white powder in his mouth, sort of holding with his teeth. So uh, it's now come out on social media. The Cowboys are aware of it. The NRL's been made aware of it. The Integrity Unit's looking into it. The Cowboys are doing their own investigation. So we have to see where this takes us. Um, you know, obviously, we don't know what was in the bag. We've got to stress that. But um, and Val hasn't spoken yet. But obviously, it's a concern that um, you know that this has happened. It's come out over the weekend, yeah. and we'll see where it takes us. And the photo is on social media. And yeah, it's we've everywhere. All seen it. We've all seen it. Um, it looks as though he posted on his social media accounts. It's not there anymore. It's been taken down by the looks of it. So, um, you know, that's where we're at. It's, uh, it's an interesting situation, isn't it, boys? Around. <laughs> Photos being sent around and, and and surfaced and and it's not not a great look. We can say that, but what's happened? I mean, what, why do people have their phones with them? Oh, that's the thing that I'm shaking my head in disbelief. Like, I mean, I don't get it. You, you'd never put your phone down. Yeah, but I'm not taking photos of myself. 
You did Good. on the bus trip on the way home. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah, I was going to say, put it on his own social media accounts. His right, Instagram so it's company. gone on it's his written, Instagram. It's not there anymore, though. Right. It's been taken down. So now. clearly that's a mistake. I well, mean, but the clearly. trouble with the world these days, Dobbo, to your point, is in the modern world, if it's not on Instagram it's not for official. young kids, then it didn't happen. <laughs> you know? Like, and I know, Gordy, we're from a different generation. Yeah. 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 I'm not a real big fan of social the, the media. The problem is, Hoops, he probably wishes it didn't happen. Oh, of course he does. And I don't think he's saying it up. Yeah, he's a... He's a very good bloke, Val Holmes, yeah. but can we just say this now? There's no way he's deliberately put that on his social media. That's clearly a mistake. Well, he's taken it down. You would think it's a loose carry yeah. 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 So, I mean, it, it is concerning. So what are the NRL you, – you've spoken to the NRL already. Yeah. What, what are they saying at this moment? Well, they've only just become aware of it this morning, Dobbo. So they're obviously it's been passed on to the integrity unit. The integrity unit will liaise with the Cowboys. I imagine they li- liaise with Val. Um, and obviously we went through a similar thing last year with the, the Melbourne boys and, and the white the white powder scandal, I think it was christened at the time. So um, they copped some pretty heavy punishments out of that, but it was they were club punishments from memory. It wasn't an NRL punishment. So um, it'll obviously be a decision, I'd imagine, down the track for the Cowboys and what the Cowboys do with this. Yeah, I mean... That's all we can say. I mean, yeah. the, the, I mean, I mean the, the other the, thing, Dobbo, is he's—I think he's in the Kangaroos train on squad as well for the for the upcoming Tri Nations tournament. So I'd be interested to see what Mal thinks of this and whether Mal has a concern about it as well. Yeah. Either way, we don't actually know, and we will. We'll, we yeah. do want to stress we don't know what was in. Yeah, there, there was a white powder, but we don't know what that is. Yeah. So no. we just want to stress that. Uh, it's not a great look for Val, who is a champion bloke, an absolute great bloke, comes from a phenomenal family. I know him well. Very, very good people. And this is not a good look either way for the Cowboys, for the NRL and for the game. So, Can I just ask, is there anybody you don't know well? I don't know, <laughs> you, very well. I don't know you very well, and that's I'm happy about that. And I'm <laughs> pleased about it. Yeah. And I've deliberately kept it that way. Actually, while uh, we've got Rudy mate, here, while we've uh, got Rudy in here, because Rudy, was on, Rudy was on the bus trip on the <laughs> yeah. way up. Okay, so don't Rudy, bring it up. Just, There's a bit just of to carve up a dobbo, because I'm just, happy to be involved in that. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, just talk Go to, ahead. Just fill the listeners in. What, what, how did you find the bus trip up, Rudy? Very pleasant, actually. Yeah, a lot of okay. good conversation. Yep. Yeah, Dan Ganone, you. I sat right near Dan Ganone. Great conversation out of Dan. A lot of gibber from the back, though. The back <laughs> seat. <laughs> Who was there? Who, Who was up we the back? Were, we were the back double. <laughs> John Candy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's a lot of self... Water. What's that saying? Self-praise is no praise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. That's garbage. I never gave myself any praise at all. Oh. <laughs> hey, you know what, mate? There's a bit of tension. He's not on the sideline today, Reedy. He's been texting everybody, <laughs> mate. Oh, mate he's, he's going around. Hey, Peter, he did get me last week. He got me punt, punted last week. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mate. And I'd, oh, do it mate. Again. So I'd do it again if I had a chance. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you mean? This is my, what do you mean? This is your third last show? <laughs> Just enjoy it. <laughs> Listen, you two. I can tell you now, there was no self-praise going on. And oh, you're yeah. better than that, Reedy. You're, Sorry, you're better man. than that. Oh, mate, yeah. of course you self-praise yourself. Righto, we're going to take mate. a break and come back. <laughs> Sunday Sinbin, thanks to Prosper on Triple M. Welcome back to Sunday Sinbin. All thanks to Prosper on Triple M, Australia's number one online lender to all small businesses. Gordon Tallis, James Graham, James Hooper, Ben Dobbin, ahead of what will be an awesome game of football, the Elimination Semi-Final, live from McDonald Jones Stadium.
Stadium. It'll be the Raiders taking on the Knights here. Uh, oh, we just like calling it Marathon. Mate, I'll help you out. Yeah, just call it the old Marathon, marathon Stadium. Marathon, marathon, marathon Stadium. Yeah, marathon that was stadium. it, mate. That's when, that was no, when they that. used to host Any penny chicken. Hold on. And you have to meet at the St. George Leagues Club about nine to bus it down here and jump off and walk into a storm. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Sid Foggs. Sid uh, Foggs. No, buses. no, no. No, obviously that was the Knights going the other way. Like, uh, I remember Chief hammering me right down here on the line. Like, we were coming off the line mm. and he hammered me and the ball went everywhere. You're like, just one of those ones. All right. And he stood over me and he had the and he had the clear mouth guard with a green and gold V in it. Yep. Like Australian <laughs> one. And I think he only got it when you played for Australia. So he just let me know. It was cool. Yeah, not bad. Let's get into oh, this. Not bad. From the makers of The Earth Is Flat and I'm Only Having One Beer comes... I call BS. I call BS. All thanks to Ariat. Like their boots, Ariat Rebar Work Jeans won't let you down on the tough jobs. Check out the range of Rebar Work Jeans at ariat.com.au. I call BS. One of my favourite segments in this show. And, boys, I would like to start, and I'm concerned, and I'd like to call BS on the birthday boy. Um, straight up. I mean... But it's his birthday. Why are you picking on him on his birthday? What have you got? Well, just hear me out. What do you got? Hear me out. The butler that has been critical of me throughout the year for how many jobs do you want? How much money do you want? Ah, oh, you're working everywhere. He makes these kind of comments. Mm. I was working... Well, you are already everywhere. I, I was work. Well... You want anning a lot. Well, well, well... Well, 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 well just listen, termite. because... Yeah. <laughs> our good friends at McDonald's have really made a big mistake. I am here on Friday night at, at Suncorp Stadium working. I get a text message. What's happened? Why is James Graham, what's he doing with McDonald's? I'm like, what do you mean? Old mate's got himself, like, an ambassadorship no. at McDonald's. Wrong. Him and Sam Dide are now Wrong. the face of McDonald's. No. I just want to well, say to McDonald's. Decor- is it I want to say to McDonald's. Well, if you want to pick somebody that's right for the brand, Maccas, Hello. I'm happy to do it. I'm right. I'm happy to do that. Okay, so that's one thing. I'm right. I'm right what about Greasy Harry's at the top of Cactus I'm Street? Saying Mate, the, when you fold the pizzas and eat the kebabs, what about that Paul? Like Abra, Abra Gold, Kadabra. Golden, golden arches. I'm open and I'm happy to be an ambassador. Hold Next on, this thing is supposed to be I call BS. Yeah, well, I've got you me got him wrong. for another earth. They got him wrong. No, and then, see, okay, so no, I see, see that. So they Nathan Hindmarsh and I... Did McHappy Day, that's coming up for them. So, Dobbo, so what they do right, big companies like global companies, go for someone with a profile. But why are they going there? Why are they going with Jabba? But he's a decorated international. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Does anybody know you? <laughs> no. But, so but you know, I'm you happy. walked down to beer last week and I said, Does anybody know that bloke? What, is, is that Bill? <laughs> <laughs> remember, that, remember that calling your Bill at the front? Is that that Bill guy? Can I ask you this? So now, I just want to say this now. It's Frank. I just want to say this now. So, okay, I see that. Then then he says to us last night after we leave Shark Park, he says, Point Smith Stadium, he says, do you want to go to a wine bar for a drink? We said, look, mate, we don't really want to go to a wine bar. He goes, I know this great Irish pub where there's a great vibe. He said, I know the owner. Okay, he knows the owner, so we'll go to this pub. So we get to Guy, Ma- whereabouts were we, Guy Mia? Yep. Guy, Guy Mia, Mia. Bay, yeah. Yep, and there is this little Irish pub. So we walk up there, Charlie White, the executive <laughs> producer, James Graham, this legend who knows the owner, and myself. We get there, and this security guard goes, no, mate, you're not coming in. 
And James goes, I beg your pardon, he goes, no, you're not coming in. He said there's 42 people in there, we're at capacity. So I don't know what kind of vibe and how big with 42 people in there, but there's 42 people. And then he goes, I know the owner. And old mate goes, so what? He said, you're not coming in. No, so old mate no. here who says no. he's a influential around the Shire, no. I can tell you now. Sorry. He's a kitten. Meow. Dobbo. <laughs> so there, there is a grain of truth. Yeah. No, that's 100% back. He doesn't um, let the truth get in the way of the story. Let's, let's, let, let's let Jimmy set the record straight because I'm <laughs> tipping you've put mayonnaise, salt and pepper, mustard, everything you can find on that story. That's like you. Yeah, we, we, we did try to get into this bar and they said, oh, sorry, we're at capacity. 42 people. Yeah. Yeah, and truth. Because and I'm respectful, Dobbo. Did you or did you not say, I know the owner? No, not, not. Not to the security staff. No. Did he say, just hang on. Not James, to the security just give us a thumbs up. Chicka, what did he say? I know the owner. Thank you very much. N- not yeah, to the yes, security. I said it to you. Yeah. Well, because you I do it. know the owner. But I'm not going to be arrogant about it to the yeah. security staff. If they're at capacity, they're at capacity. Don't you know who that. I am? No, don't you dare. Oh, there you are putting mayonnaise on. <laughs> you have respect for people. And I'm not there to argue. Fair enough. You're at capacity. Let's go. And there's plenty of service stations to fill up at. <laughs> mate, that's what my old man said. Mate, if you ever get kicked out of one pub, don't mate. Don't we went down to a nice little We went down to the Guy Mayer Is that what it's called? The Guy Mayer uh, Hotel. Hotel. Guy Mayer Hotel. Quality. How was it? <laughs> anyway. Don't, don't shake your head. No. What are you shaking no. your head at? Because you know what, mate? It's not his thing because he can't backdoor it from there. He can't sneak away. He can't do anything. No one knew him. It's so far away from Mossman and the checkered shirt <laughs> and, and the pullover. Stop, with the, stop right. with the Mossman chat. There's no elitist for Dobbo to be like, oh. Just like knock about people. Like knock about people. <laughs> that's not blue you. Collar. That's not you. I know the owner of the Irish club. Uh, you would have been so uncomfortable with people wearing blue collars, Dobbo. Go on. Your, your turn. Go. No, I don't have one today. Well, oh, that's good. Go. I'm saving mine for the raging bull, actually. Well, that'll be good. No, no actually, get on, mate. I'm going to call BS on people like you, right, Dobbo? <laughs> All week, right? All week. What have I done to deserve this? <laughs> well, <laughs> mate, well, you started picking on the birthday boy, right? And just because... And warrant it. And just because we don't believe in celebrating the ageing process, you wanted to make him feel bad for his day and... I would say thank you for taking me to the pub and you know, get me out of there and you know try to look after me. But you know this hoodoo, right? So anybody that knows about the, oh, the hoodoo and all that, that Brisbane side that run out last night or the Brisbane side that runs out this year mm. would have beaten the Brisbane side in the last 13 years. Sure. And that's what they're not looking at. And they go, oh, mate, the hoodoo. It's a totally different side. Hoodoos, like... Do you reckon they would have beaten that Broncos side with... Sammy Thayday and Justin Hodges what, and... What, the 2015 About 2009, side? 2010. Yeah, I reckon, mate, I reckon this side's as... This side's as... If they win, it's as good a side as yeah, what I've okay. seen run out in the Brisbane. Yep. You know, like, and I still believe, like, the 90s are the best era for them, right? Because they won all their comps there, right? They won one after that or whatever. But there's no doubt that this side is the best side in that, like, I've gone and watched, right? So, so the... The Broncos that I've watched since I've retired, I reckon this is probably the best side. They're an entertaining team to watch. They've got so much speed in that back line. And with so they've Reynolds... got like a Wendell Lottie in Cobo, big yep. X Factor. They've got a fullback like Darren Lockyer. They've got centres like that can do stuff like a, like a Steve. A they've got a yeah. Glenn Lazarus and a, and a Petro Seven Receiver in Carrigan in their front row and what they're doing. It's a, it's, and, and they've got some halves, right? Yes. And they've got... So like... I think they're as good as any side. So then I just wanted to, you know, like people calling hoodoos. And yeah, I, so. I agree. Yeah, I agree. No, mate, you were, you were the one. I broke, I broke it. I cleared the spirits. 
Where'd you uh, get the witch doctor from? We found a witch in Brisbane. Oh, it's a witch, is it's it? It's a witch. Hang on, is it a witch what? or a doctor? No, a witch. No, a witch. Oh, it's a, a proper witch. witch. Yeah. What, like... Eric the witch. Eric, Eric the witch. Oh, Eric, yeah, Eric. Eric the witch. Oh, is it a... Eric the Witch, he came there. What, he, the dude like the seance and all he that? He did everything, mate. He, oh, he had a broom and he, he made all these, well, yeah. it was so very like, So like a janitor or like a witch? No, he was a proper witch. Well, anyway, how, over do you, how, do you, yeah. how do you become a so witch? So how do you source a witch? I, I don't know. Yeah, how did you witch. source a witch? Well, one of our listeners at Triple M. Steered mm. you into the witch. It's his son. Jason, oh. good. Jason, he was there. His okay. son well, is a witch. I thought only females could be witches. No, 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 no. That's where you were uneducated and wrong. Modern world, Jimmy. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, he did a very yeah. good job. Thank you to Eric the Witch. Over to you, James Grime. Oh, okay. Well, my I call BS this week. Um, it's like you don't put, put your phone down because you might need to li- listen to this. Pal. You, 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 might, you might just you might just want to listen to this. So he's on social media. Oh, here, we here we go. Let, 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 let me take you back to I call BS last week. <laughs> I copped a text no, no. from a certain person. On Tuesday night Here's at 9.15pm. 9.15pm. Now, mate, I don't know what you get up to, James Graham. I don't really care what you do in your personal life. But I'm just going to read you. This is dead set, what it said. Sometimes I lay in bed smiling. Yeah. That's true. You need to do that. That is true. Now, creep. You don't need to text me that kind of stuff at that hour. So... When, you know when Ke- you know when Kevin Walters was on the phone on the on on the show before. Yeah. What did he say to me? A good question. Great question. Good question. Yeah. So Dobbo. Yes. You needed a good question. What was I lay in bed smiling about? <laughs> I don't care. Well, I don't want to know. You don't want to know. Well, it's quite fitting that we're here because the last time we were here, remember my call BS with the how to get in contact with Ben Dobbin. <laughs> well, I'm an untraditionalist. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Untraditionalist. On my birthday, I bring gifts for others. <laughs> what have uh, we got? So, also, this is quite fitting. <laughs> what are you doing, you idiot? You got us all T-shirts, Ben. You bought the hats. I bought the T-shirts. So here we are. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> got, uh, we don't want a T-shirt with that on, we please. He's got up and on the whole team. Oh, oh, this, oh, this, is our new, this is our new uniform. Look at this. So, number one host. And what, awesome. yeah, well, it's got, why would you put my number on a T-shirt, you idiot? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> why has it got Cam Smith, Danny Badiris and Mel Meninga on the back of it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're an idiot, so, but thank you. Now the, I, I think, you know, who doesn't love a man in uniform? Wow. Now we're all in uniform. Everyone knows who we are. You know what? I don't think anybody needs you know to what, have mate? my phone number on, on no. a T-shirt. That's the first thing. It's you know not this your is phone my, number. This, this is going to be my favourite shirt. Yes, it is. That's it. That, <laughs> well, just that for is. the just for What's the on the back? What's on the back? Cam. This. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just for the listeners. Jimmy's got T-shirts. Jimmy's got T-shirts printed with Dobbo's oh. uh, beautiful mug. Uh, on them. Could be straight out of Australia's most wanted. Uh, and then come. Triple M, number one host, Ben Dobbin, call, and then the telephone number. Yeah. With a few and question then, marks still and, in it. And you know what he needed, though? He needed the fedora. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, we should get the <laughs> one oh, oh. 
Oh, you're a sick guy, man. So that's what I was laying bad, smiling about, Ben, yeah. to answer your question. But you know what? Like I can say, good journalists, good people, they ask the question. They don't just accept it. Well, that's not what, you. What that's were you laying in bed, smiling about? And this is what, because I just received these. I just received these, and I was so <laughs> happy. I got them that day, and I was just laying in bed, smiling to myself. <laughs> the fact that you were smiling of a photo of me <laughs> concerns me. You know, I already had the T-shirt <laughs> ready you know to how? Yeah. Do you know how you sort of get dressed and you think, God, I really would like to impress my wife, and you go out and you think, hopefully she thinks that I look really good? I've got no chance in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a break. Sunday, Sydney on Triple F. Just a, a, a beautiful, beautiful Sunday in Newcastle. Let's talk about the Knights, boys. Nine wins in a row. Um, they go into this semi final as the favourites against Canberra and. I mean, by his own words, he was lining up at Centrelink, Adam O'Brien, um, 10 weeks ago. He came out and he made a statement. He was very clear. He said, I know that I'm under pressure. I can't do any more than what I'm doing. And Caelan Ponga coming back into form, James Hooper, but also some really stay, staying on your principles of the what you believe in as a coach. And Adam O'Brien is not only guaranteed, you know, he is going to be at the club next year, but he is building something here and it's attracting players to come to the Knights. Remarkable turnaround, Dobbo, when you consider that uh, people around the edges of the Newcastle Knights went and spoke to Michael Maguire and they spoke to Paul McGregor and they even picked the telephone up to Desi Hasler, not realising that he'd already almost signed with the Gold Coast Titans. But Adam O'Brien, to use his own phrase, uh, he, he was dead set almost in the queue at Centrelink yeah. because uh, the, the, the people in positions of power at the club uh, had him in the crosshairs and they clearly believed that he wasn't going to be the coach who could take them to this next level but uh, to Adam's credit and also to the playing group's credit and, and specifically to Caelan Ponga uh, he obviously had some HIA issues at the back end of last year and again this season he made the move into the front line uh, playing 5-8 which backfired and didn't work but since he's gone back to fullback uh, which I, I think Adam O'Brien always wanted him to remain there anyway. Yeah. But Kalen pushed to wear the number six jumper because he knew that the club needed to shake things up and do things a little bit differently. Since that's happened, the Newcastle Knights, uh, they're just on an awesome roller coaster ride. At the moment, I don't think it ends today. Uh, I, I think they make it 10 straight today. They're playing in front of sold-out home crowds. Uh, you know, Steel City's back buzzing and everyone's talking about the Newcastle Knights for all the right reasons because they're playing a damn good style and they're winning, Jimmy. Well, well and, and also, uh, Hoops, just... What it can be like inside the dressing room um, when, when your coach is under pressure, and you know, uh, it, it re- reports start to surface of you know y- your coach is on on their w- on his way out that they're looking at other options, like for that playing group to respond to that for their coach has been absolutely incredible. It's been sensational from them, and it's it's remarkable the turnaround that the Knights have managed to and they've earned this by mm. their hard work and um it's a credit to their coach because many other teams fold many many other teams yeah. fold in this situation and that we the, the knights just aren't involved in september and credit to them they finished fifth 
You look they, at the, they've not limped in. They've actually finished fifth. Yeah, and, they, and they've deserved it. Like they've earned it the hard way. To beat the Melbourne Storm here, I think that was the big turning point. They, they'd put a score on Canterbury-Bankstown, but the Bulldogs were really struggling at yeah. that stage of proceedings. But uh, the day that they beat Melbourne, I remember thinking, well, hold on a minute. This side's actually got something here, and they've got their mojo, and they are all uh, playing for one another and playing for the jumper. Uh, and it's players, like, it's not just Kalen. Look, Kalen's the highest-paid player in the game. And, and so what he's done is he, he has rightfully earned his money over the course of the last couple of months. But it's players like Phoenix Crossland, who at dummy half was forced into that position because of the injury to nice Jaden Braley. Hasn't played a lot there previously, yeah. Phoenix Crossland. But yeah. he's been outstanding. Gordy, the pack's got that old school steely edge that Newcastle was always famous for when it was Chief and when it was Tony Butterfield yep. and uh, Ben Kennedy, Steve Simpson, all those types of players. Yeah, well, it's no nonsense. And, you know, you can watch them on TV and it didn't paint the picture that it did here against South Sydney as a desperate side and coming here and watching them play and perform. And it's, you know, everybody talks about stats and that, but the stats that I saw that day was the effort, the passion they played with and all those things that you gauge on a happy footy side and they're the third best team in the competition. Like, you got them, like, you got like them in front form. of the Warriors? Yeah. Okay. You, yeah. Do, do, do you know what? If that game if that game was played here yes. yesterday, Warriors versus Knights, who do you pick? Even with Sean Johnson, I go Knights. I just go on just the way they play, just Carl and Ponga getting to the edge, just making defenders either check or come up, you know, like he pulls them out of structure so quick with his speed. And I think just watching them live, I think that they're the – like South Sydney were desperate. Everybody thought Knights – mate, it was going to be their tournament, or like I did, right? So I thought they're going up here, what a day, sell out. They've sold out, what, three or four in a row. Uh, the city's behind them. Yeah, they've brought the crowds back as well. Dude, and the momentum's huge. Yeah, it is. Like then, you know, as an athlete – like when you get momentum, it's just something. You know, like if you're playing golf and you start hitting the ball good, everything starts rolling. It becomes easier. So what they're doing, it's easy for them. It's not easy because they've worked really hard to get to this spot. But I reckon they're putting on their socks today. No, they don't have to do anything special. Just do what they've been doing. Yeah, which is which is dangerous to play against. Kalen comes back with his shoulder injury. It's fine. Yeah, I, I understand that. But is there a question mark? You've played with these kind of injuries, both, both you guys. How do you – I know he's going to be needled up, but does it play in the back of your no, mind? And, no. And you, no. You don't think it matters? I reckon I reckon they might have tested it on Friday or whatever, so they would have put a jab in and he passed and he did all that just so they hit the spot. So normally they do is they hit the spot. Right, they go and they hit the spot and they put a bit of Nico pen there so yeah. they know or they put a – like a you know, like a, so they – so because it's got to be – they spot on. Precise. Spot on. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, especially with ribs and that. So they normally give you a couple of goes at it and you play. You don't do contact with it, but then just as long as he's got a freedom to pass and all that, everything else is fine. Then it's a pain barrier. And he's not going to feel it. I guarantee I'm, he's not going to sleep well tonight. Honestly, That's Gobert, one thing I guarantee. Yeah. He might be sitting in bed, but he won't be smiling. No. <laughs> he might be laying in bed, Dobbo, it's not but he ideal, won't be smiling. It's not ideal once it wears <laughs> off. But, yeah, in the warm-up, you're very much conscious. But... I, I, I guarantee you, as soon as that first ball is kicked, he'll instantly forget um, it's a the fact that he's got a shoulder injury. He just, he'll just yeah. crack on. How good are we talk about this? How good is it for the game? We were here when they played South, and that deep Newcastle chant goes up. And, and oh, I know we, we love the game of rugby league. The four of us, we absolutely live for it. It's been – it's given me my life. And I know hoops, like we didn't get to play it at this level, but it's given us a fantastic life. 
to see the fans back here in Newcastle, it's so important for the game to have Newcastle strong. So I like it, the it. fact that you could not get a ticket. It's sold out. Oh, like Monday, they're sold out. Is that That's okay here, but not at Shark Park. What do you mean? Well, it's hang 30, on, hang on. There's 30,000 people mate, here. they locked out 20, Jimmy. Mate, come on, Jimmy. Just because it was a home game. we're going to get to that. I mean, seriously. You, no, were you serious life. about it? Because you went last night at me over it. Um, <laughs> oh, 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 what? Come on. Come on. Don't take it personal, big fella. Don't take, mate, don't take a pee. <laughs> this is a good stadium. It is awesome. And yeah. last time we were up here, it was Miners Day. You could see a lot of the high-vis uh, people who work in the mines around the Hunter region had made the trip to, to come and watch uh, their footy side. And I'll tell you what, from the word go... It was rock and rolling the entire joint, and it's going to be exactly the same again today. Um, it, it's a rugby league town. It's got a proud rugby league history and tradition, uh, and it is genuinely it's good for the game when the Knights are playing the way that they are at the moment and, and the community gets behind the team. How, how many do you reckon? If this held 52, you reckon they'd get? I'd get 52 here every day. Well, you remember yeah. when you played here, Gordy. Like, yeah, uh, the, people from around uh, around this region, they the like their rugby. Absolutely. The league, yeah. Absolutely. Lots to like as well. They have got some moving parts. Obviously, you, you, the progression. Am I right in saying that they're getting – is it Jack Cogger comes here next year? He's Jack come, Cogger will be here next year. He'll be next year on a three-year deal. Yes. Three year yep. deal. So yep. that's a good signing and, and it is attracting. But – just but they've they got a couple of English lads coming over as well. They do, yes. Um, Price and Kai Pierce, uh, Pierce, Pierce Paul and, yeah. uh, and Price. Well, they lose Will Dom Price. Young. They lose Dom yeah. Young. Who, that's a big that's loss. That's a huge loss. Yeah. And, and I think if, Are they signing Corey Oates? No, they're not. Okay. No, they're not. You weren't sure on that? On Well, mate, you know, sometimes, unlike you, I go and do research and I want to be right when I'm right. So no, I, wasn't prepared to, tells you I, wasn't, I wasn't prepared to say... And we all know sometimes we get mail hoops, don't we? That isn't hundred percent right. Well, that's why no, you always got a triple. That's why no, I was checking. That's why the journalists do break stories. Well, I'm breaking the story. He's not coming to the nights. So he's no. staying at Brisbane. then? Yeah, he's going to stay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's just no, a one-year deal. Listen, or? It's yeah. not broken. It was always that. <laughs> come here for a medical. If I say he's going to come, he's not. If I'm not, <laughs> can we? How can do we, we get this here? back on, mate? No, we're not playing the audio again. But you know, what I mean. You can't lose your confidence, right? Mate, you've got to keep on being Ben Dobbin, right? Well, because I'm you saying so now, much entertainment. I'm saying now. Mate, Jimmy Graham's got you on T-shirts. <laughs> you know you've made it we, when we, you... We, you know what? We, and we might start distributing these without the number. <laughs> like They're a very good shirt, minus my phone number on the shirt. What do you mean? Hey, people mate, need to know I'm how to wear my That is going to be my session shirt. I'm going to wear it everywhere. No, it's not. Because, <laughs> mate, cause I've got a pair of Surfer Joes, which you don't know what but Surfer we need Joes, to, mate, we but need to Surfer Joes will and your and then and then your face on my shirt because you know why with your face on my shirt no matter how much food I spill it's not going. <laughs> you'll be lucky to fit in because by the off season's over you'll be lucky to fit into the shirt. We're going to take a break. We're going to take a break now. Sunday Zimbin on Triple M. Welcome back to McDonald's Jones Stadium ahead of the Canberra Raiders taking on the Newcastle Knights. Sunday Simbin thanks to Prosper James Graham Gordon Tallis James Huber and Ben Dobbin with you kick off. 4pm, Dan Ganane will be your caller. Reedy's on the sideline. Jammer and Cordy, your expert commentators. And we will be with you through every minute of the semi-finals, finals, prelims and the grand final. We'll even be in New Zealand. Unfortunately, I didn't get a ticket to that. But um, I did want to go to New Zealand to call. But some people, powers to be, don't think that I was up to it. I'll prove them wrong. Well, who are, anyway. they, who are they going with the number one caller or what are they? Well, 
Well, it's in only someone's opinion, yes. Yeah, no, no, they, are, they are going with Danganone, yeah. He is going over to court. He is our number one caller. Yeah. So I'm not going to Melbourne either. But anyway, I just know where I'm, my pecking order is. Let's talk about the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, now let's talk through that. Are you comfortable with that pecking order? Oh, I think... I think I'm realistic, yes. Okay, and now, right, so then that's footy. So it's good that you're finally realising your potential. <laughs> right. What about when it comes to dog calling? Where do you sit in the dog calling? Like calling a dog? Yeah, like, you know, like the dogs, like at the dog show, at the hippie dog show, at no, the good well, dog show, no, whatever. No, emceeing, emceeing. Oh, is that I, I would say... What do you have to do at the hippie dog show? Well, ladies and gentlemen, a very good afternoon and welcome to the Ipswich Dog Show for 2023 and just That's bring it. them all in. And, is that it? Yeah, and, and, and then ask them about their breed and, and what they and like. this is and, a German Shepherd and there's a Doberman. Yeah. Is that it? And there's a Basset Hound. Yeah. <laughs> and there's <laughs> a big sharp pug. <laughs> 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 Are you, are you worried about AI? <laughs> no, I'm not, because they can't copy me, mate. Oh, they can't copy. Oh, I'm no. an original, and you can't copy an original. Oh. I'm not one of your prototype, huh, truck the ball up for five and then spin it. No, I'm a uh, little ginger. I, see, no. I, I honestly, I, I, you know, AI and the, the modernisation of, of the world. Oh, he's it, gone. It's, you know, mate, he's gone. He's the AI host. Yeah, basically to replicate what you do. Yeah, it's not those fabricated shows. With so much talent. to get through, lots to unpack. Uh, <laughs> let's go on the Eastern Seabird. Welcome back. Two Sunday ways to burn there. it. Oh. Well, if you guys want to do it, I'm happy to. No, we'll just get an AI I'm in. I'm more than happy. And you know. me, Hoops, and Gordy can chat with the AI. Well, that'll be good. That'll be good. They'll work out what a dribbler you are. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sick of it. Let's get into the Broncos. Let's get into the Broncos score. Oh, mate, you can't talk to him on his birthday. I don't like care it. about it. No, he's, he's upsetting me today. Let's talk, about, let's talk about the Melbourne Storm taking on the Brisbane Broncos. So much expectation for the Brisbane Broncos. They've delivered and ticked at every level. And you said that at the start, Gordon. We spoke with Kevin Walters earlier. It was a clinical performance. It, it, it was yeah. – uh, and look, thoughts to Ryan Pappenhausen – yeah. I hate to see that. Put a damper on the game. They and it was great to see Glenn well. Lazarus come out because I was Glenn Lazarus's roomie yeah. over in the UK. He was playing at uh, what's the park? Where did Wigan, uh, Wigan used to play at? Central Park. Central Park, and he was playing uh, in the Super League. You know when did the, like the World Club Challenge? World Club Challenge, and he got tackled and his foot got twisted and all that. And then he come back and obviously, without saying, he carried a bit of weight and it was a bit but Lazo come back to win another grand final. So um, it was good to see someone that has gone through a horrible leg injury come back out and uh, throw his support and he's a ex club legend. But Brisbane were absolutely outstanding. Uh, to go there live, the speed of the game, Melbourne were going with them. Melbourne were just hanging in there trying to wrestle, trying to get them off their game, you know, do what Melbourne do best and that's just spoil you, spoil you, spoil you, come up with some points. Um, make it really hard for you. And Brisbane just sort of went through that barrier, just kept on going through, and then they just kept on pulling themselves further away from Melbourne Storm. I thought it was a real classy, and it, and it was clinical in the end. And I liked like when they sort of put the foot on the throat. And like when it was 20-0, they could have just sort of shut up shop, but they just kept on going at them. And I thought they were very, very good. Craig Bellamy out. was at a loss. This is what he said post-match. Our first half was was really poor. You know, we done really well to, 
just be 8 nil at half time. You know, it could have been 20 nil at half time, you know. Yeah, I, I can't remember the last time we, we attacked as poorly as we did tonight. And again, like I say, obviously some of that was due to the Broncos' good defence, without a doubt. Uh, but, like I say, I, we just looked like we were 17 players who got th- thrown together on the night and, you know, good luck. You know, that's... Yeah, like I say, we've been scoring plenty of points the last, you know, probably four or six weeks, you know. Um, and our attack's been humming along OK, you know. But tonight, geez, like I say, it just looked like we, we'd only met each other in the dressing room before the game, you know. So that's one thing we'll, we'll need to look at uh, during the week. No question. Hughes, Munster, you know, Meany, Harry Grant, the, 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 the combination too, it was very clunky there the other night. Well, the Broncos put the overalls on and the boiler suit and they were prepared uh, to play like it was week one of the finals and that it was a preliminary final spot at stake, whereas Melbourne on the flip side, by the Melbourne Storm standards, as Craig Bellamy, their coach, just pointed out there, they were they were way off from, from where they needed to be. And it's surprising because normally when you hit September, uh, the Storm are starting to peak at the right time and... Craig Bellamy is a master at getting his teams um, up for big games. But I think you could tell from that press conference there that he's also a realist bellyache and he knows the challenge that he's got on his hands now and he's got to try and quickly get this side up and somehow get him to win a game Friday night against the Sydney Roosters at Amy Park. That'll be an absolute belter of a game. I don't think there's much between these two sides. By the time you take Joey Manu and Joseph Suali'i out of the Roosters, all of a sudden, to me, it's a fairly even contest. But if there's one thing that the Roosters do have in their favour at the moment, it's that they've got momentum. Yeah, it it was disappointing that the, the Melbourne Storm big game players just couldn't find an answer. They couldn't ask a question. Like Grant, Munster especially, Hughes is back from injury, but you know you just kept waiting for, for them to do something and it, it just, just didn't happen. Well, it was out of character. In the first yeah. 30 seconds, Harry Grant gets in a push and shove with, yeah. with like Carrigan. Carrigan goes up and, there's, you know, and you're trying to jump out of the blocks and then he sort of got in a push and shove. It's like... What are you doing? Mm. You're supposed to be playing footy like you're the player that they're supposed to get under your skin. Were you trying to get under Carrigan's skin? You're not going to do that. You're the you're the ball player. It's like a halfback pushing a front row. You just go. Mm. Are you okay? Mm. You know, I mean, that's, that's fine. That, that 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 was strange. From you know that I'm thinking because Harry's a great player, right? So we all know who Harry Jen is. But then I'm thinking. That was strange. It's a teammate. Uh, what message are you trying to... Like, are you frustrated already? Do you know what's coming? Mm. Yeah, the, the, the middle three forwards of the Broncos, I thought, completely outplayed their opposites as well. Flegler's first, first 20 minutes was so impressive. Like, from every from his carries to his hits, he's going to be a bigger loss than a lot of people. Like, I mean, they're losing a middle forward. He's a oh, massive well, loss to the Dolphins. And I know that you're happy that he's going to your no, team I'm not. the Dolphins. No, I'm not. But I'm happy for Tom Flegler that he's getting paid. No. And I think he's one of the form front rowers in the competition. And I think he's... Do you reckon if he had his chance now, he'd stay at Brisbane? No, I think he's really comfortable. I think he has had this goal that he, he loved Brisbane. He's had the goal all year that he wanted to win a premiership. He wanted to finish this season off how he started. I think he's got better as the year's gone on. And I think he's comfortable that he's going to the Dolphins. I think he can see a pathway there. I mean, they've got a big dog there in Payne Haas. You can't have two big dogs. He can be the big dog at the Dolphins.
you know, that's... I'll tell you what was really fortuitous for the Broncos was there was a period going back about six, eight weeks, Dobbo, where there were concerns around... Tom Flegler, and also Jordan Rickey about whether they were going to be okay yeah. or not. They both picked up those foot, yeah, injuries. foot injuries. There were some early reports that it yeah, could, yeah, have it could have been Liz Frank, Liz yeah. Frank yeah. which is a really it was bad... breaking on Dobbo's show. So, they were, so, <laughs> so that never came. So then that was false too, was it? That wasn't. Listen... Mate, I'm just, I never, that never got broken on the, my yeah, show. Yeah, it does, mate, because you know, got, well, you know what? Tom Flegler came onto my show and said it's not oh, as bad show. as what we said. Your yeah. show, so it's not Lisa well, or Jones. Oh, well, Olympian. it's the rush hour. Let's not get no, into this I kind just, of game. No, I just want to ask is it your show or like an Olympian? No, it's, no well, Olympian's got way more gravitas than me, yes. Okay, well, okay. I just wanted to make sure because yep. then you said it's your show. Oh, I well, just... it's our show. Sorry, it's oh, a collective. Anyway, either way, Ricky's been the big improver for me. He's kicked chase this year. He had to learn to play tough. There's no two ways. And we had Jordan Ricky's been outstanding, yeah. right? Yeah, because, you know, I think, you know, like the old Tarzan and Jane, you know, like they look like Tarzan. So he's always had his shirt off. One of those guys, like the two earrings, you know how they they fall in love with the lifestyle. And then he had the potential. And then this year, how hard he, he's just gone. And he just, Huge. like his kick chase, the one percenters, all that stuff, the stats that no one, that's why I'm never a stat man, but the passion he's playing with and the energy that he's using – without the ball has been the highlight for me. So it's what Jordan Ricky does without the ball and, um, you know, like the kick pressure, the kick chase, all those little things that are just invaluable to a footy side. Um, he's been great. He has been great. He's no been two really ways about it. Go very, very, very... Oh. Go the Bronchies. Hey, go, listen, jump just... off the bandwagon. No, right? I'm not. They've I'm actually not asked me, right? So I've got text message. Don't keep on supporting them, right? Because mate, we're going to take a break. Paid. We're going to take a break. Sunday, Simbin, toughest player up next on Triple M. So much more to get through, but it is now time for Triple M's Mitsubishi toughest Triton's toughest player. Thanks to the Mitsubishi Triton, nothing can frighten a Triton. James Graham, who wins that title this week? Yeah, this week's Mitsubishi Triton's toughest player is uh, Roosters' twenty-year-old edge forward turned centre, Siwa Wong. He was absolutely outstanding yesterday. Let's not forget, this kid only made his debut in round 18 of this year. And is that right? Yeah. Jeez, he's good. Yeah. Like, he they, is awesome. Like, he earns a spot starting on the, in the back row, playing in his first finals game. Trent Robinson trusts him, uh, I think. And then... He puts on a hell of a display and then he gets moved out of position and he just kept on turning up. And look, there was lots of contenders for man of the match yesterday. He was right in the conversation. I thought Tedesco was... I gave my three points on triple M to, to James Tedesco, a real captain's knock from him. But in terms of toughness, I don't think there's, there was anyone that played tougher than, than, than Wong yesterday. When you consider first ever finals game at 20... He's what played like eight or nine games of first grade. It was ridiculous. Now you're spot so, on, Jimmy. He's, he's had a good ride, isn't he? He's had big raps on him uh, at the Roosters, and he's been held in high regard for a number of years now. Coming through the system, I, I know he won um, the Emerging Players Award at the Jack Gibson Medal last season, uh, and 
it's been the injection of Wong, the form of Billy Smith, young Sandon Smith, who's had to play a variety of different roles, but they've provided, and you blokes know, sometimes when you pick young blokes into a side, they bring an energy, and then your senior experience leaders, they get, like, everybody gets benefit out of that circumstance and yep. and the mix of players that are in the side, and you know, I thought CY Wong, you spot on, Jimmy, he was outstanding, and looks as though he's going to be here for a long time to come. You see a bloke like himself, and you talked about Billy Smith, you've got Sam Walker, you've got Brandon there, Santa Smith. The nucleus of this rooster side, the next generation, you can see them, they're coming through. And last night, he was, was awesome last night. He scored that try. And, and you're right, he had to shift, shift to the centres. Um, he, he defended, he, he made that unbelievable one of the part of that try saving chase with Brandon Smith when they when they went down that uh, right hand side. They were very, he's very, very good. So, where the Roosters are with him, Hoops, like he, he, he's obviously the future. Have they got any other young blokes coming through like that? Well, they've had to, they've had to fast track. Yeah, their Jersey flag side were the minor premiers, um, and they're playing again. Uh, next weekend for a shot in the grand final. To get a shot at the grand final, they've got to play Parramatta next week. Yep. Um, absolutely, they've got good kids uh, coming through. They are strong in that area in that they go and recruit them at a young age, bring them to the club. They don't have the luxury of Penrith or uh, some of the other yeah. that have got the big nursery, Parramatta, some of the other clubs. But they've got, got Brandy Son there too, haven't they? Brandy Son. Yes, and yeah, got a that's young too. Brave. Yeah, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and, and, and Zach Fittler is also a part yeah, of I mean, so they've got, yeah, so well. they got some good young kids coming through, but it's just... The timing of it all, and then you need a Jared, like you need some old heads to just, you know, I mean, well, just look at Brisbane. Well, with, with Suwa Wong, I, I don't think the plan was to fast track him in as quickly as it has evolved, but He's with, with the form of Angus Crichton, who's had to go back and, you know, he was good last night, but he, he not that long ago, only a couple of weeks back, he was actually dropping New South Wales Cup. Um, because of some of the challenges that the clubs had presented this season <laughs> and they yep. were down on form, they needed Sorry. to make some some brave decisions, and that's Sorry, why CY Wong They must have just tracked. opened the gates and oh, everybody's wow. running yeah, in. People are running for seats. They've literally just... I just saw it here, and we've got to go <laughs> over here. That's your long-lost twin brother okay. right oh, over yeah. there in that... What it, what's I just that love, hat? I just love... It's a Bunnings hat. Um, it's one of those... It's but better than your fedora. I'll I give can, you the tip. I tell you, we're just while we're talking about it, they've opened the gates here, and... For Mate, the seats at the end. Families just running, running in with their there, blankets like, to grab a bit of grass. I love them best dressed. Yeah, yeah I love it. And I like the big fella, right? He's run. He's got two He's got an esky. Yeah. Mate, he's got two eskies, one in each other. Oh, look, he just wants prime position up the back there. Oh, Mate, he's he already wants... unpacking the esky. Oh, look at him. How good is he going? <laughs> I love it. I he's love got it. the rug hey, out. Outstanding. Just on Siwa Wong, is he, is he the answer to the, the loss of Boyd Cordner? You know? Yeah, well, are they, are they, yeah, look, it's a... Big, big call, but, yeah. but but yes, he is held in it, extremely high regard, I, and that is the they, that they hope that that's the path, that, yeah, the, the path it, and the trajectory that they anticipate him. They've being got on. mapped out for yeah. him. Obviously, you know we've only seen him play one finals game to date, and he was outstanding. Uh, and and Boyd Corner will be re- revered as one of the Roosters' all-time champion players for the rest of the time. But um, certainly, yes, they do high hold Siwa Wong in extremely high regard. Yeah, well, so do we after what we saw last night. He is a superstar in the making. We are at McDonald's Jones Stadium ahead of the Canberra Raiders taking on the Newcastle Knights. The elimination semi-final kickoff will be 4 o'clock. And I've got to say, James Hooper, James Graham, Gordon Tallis and myself, Ben Dobbin, 
What awesome scenes we are witnessing here. It's two hours before kickoff, and to paint the picture, bathed in sunshine, both the north and south and southern ends of the field, um, they have what a traditional a hill and some seats, and obviously their general public seating, so first in best dress. Well, the families with the blankets that are laying them down, it, it, it just has this feel about it from both ends. They're almost going to be full uh, an hour from kickoff. And obviously the crowd will come into the stadium, but just magic. We're, we're just looking at the southern end of the field at the moment, and it just absolutely phenomenal. The, the blankets and, and the night supporters, they're all there, hoops. It's what rugby league is about, isn't it? It is. It's awesome scenes, Dobbo, and I'll be interested to see once the game kicks off because traditionally when you've got your hills at Leichhardt and Brookvale and those sort of grounds, a lot of people are standing up a, a lot of the time. Here at Newcastle today, you can see all the families that have already come flocking and flying through the gates. They've got their rugs laid out and they're sort of setting up um, perfect to watch the game. Uh, it looks as though most of them are going to be sitting down on that hill area and uh, they were queued up out the front for hours before Dobbo. Like the gates yeah. opened officially at 2 o'clock, but at 1pm they were queued up um, for at least a kilometre outside. So, yeah, it's just it's brilliant scenes for the game. Is it a bit like, you know, when you go away on holidays and there's a good pool mm. and you see the parents, they sit there and they go to the buffet and they get their kids to go put their towel on the <laughs> on best the, seats at the yes. pool, close to the bar and that. On the best banana lounge. Yeah. Yes. I just walk past and grab the towel off and sit down. <laughs> you do. Yeah, but you can get away with it. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, no. no so that's what I'm saying. So you'd, like, be grabbing a rug, you'd be grabbing a rug and ripping it up. Well, mate, if someone's come and put a big blanket down there, right? And they're not sitting on it. And they're not sitting on it, that's fair game. I just sit on it and say, sorry, mate. Well, like, these people, they don't look like they're going anywhere, Goody. I don't want to say that. There's a couple of black notes. Like so like, I don't know hall. the kosher. And like, 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 I don't know the rules, but I just know that if I go to a resort and you're in Hawaii and some person comes and they're a bit selfish and they put their towel on, but he comes back three hours later, I'm sitting there with my kids, I go jump on that. It looks like they're And then when he comes up, said, sorry, mate, there was no one on here. It there was looks, no towel. It looks like they will be staying seated, Gordy, because I like... Well, a lot of people have bought the fold-out chairs as up well. Back, yeah. So they've brought them out up the back, and that looks like the best suit in the house. I, with I the will fold-out chair. Old oh, mate, did he have an esky before? Two eskies. Old oh, yeah, mate with the big esky. hat. I just don't want to... I don't want to make this about food. Well, yes. But I'm sure there'd be a beautiful, fresh, hot chicken and chicken roll. People would be making chicken rolls. Is that what you're thinking about? I'm thinking about a chicken roll sitting on the hill of course you are. With, a, with, a, with a frothy. I think, I mean, it doesn't get any better. <laughs> that to me is rugby league sitting on the hill. I remember going to Belmore. I remember going to Leichhardt. You'd go there, you'd sit on the hill, you'd watch it. Uh, I think it's just awesome for the game, and I think Newcastle should be so proud of their side. Can we just talk... Wait, I- can I just talk about the, the people with the blankets? Just mm. some really interesting tactics from mm. some people. Like, I don't understand the position of some. There's some, some prime real estate available. I, I would have thought closer to the middle yeah. would be where you'd want to be. You've got, but the edges are filled and there's something... I mean, it's Shame. Long, Shame. Well, see, Right, see, because I would go right behind the goalpost. Yes, so I could the, see it. But then some of the kids... Want to see their favourite winger ah, jump and score? That's they want to see. So, so see that's the, you know, like so. What do you do? Do your kids pick your spot or do you pick it? Yeah, we want to be right there where Dom Young touches down. Because personally, I just want to sit on the halfway with a cold one and a prawn. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> oh, so you're a prawn man. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a hot chicken what, roll. I tell you what, though, like 
<laughs> got to have a pie at the footy, mate. Uh, I don't know where you got your hot chicken roll from. Red Rooster. This is a uh, pie, mate. This is why Henny Penny Chicken. That's who they used to be made. Yeah, well, they were the, the major sponsor. Yeah, yeah. Back like, Sammy Stewart's day. Yeah. <laughs> live sport. It's the best form of entertainment, bar none. Unbelievable, like, bar none. Live sport is. Yep. Yeah, it's can, just so entertaining. Can we talk about Parramatta? I, I, I don't want to be negative about them, but I feel like in, well, a, in a few to. ways that they've been let off the hook with their performances over and how they finished the season. We've all focused on a lot of teams like the Tigers. We've looked at the Cowboys. We've looked at South Sydney hoops. We've talked a lot about that. But, yes, during the course of the year we talked about Parramatta. Mm. But in a lot of ways they're like the forgotten friend, you know, like one that probably needs a little bit of the microscope and put under the microscope. Well, I think there was so much focus on South Sydney and the way that they imploded. Uh, The Bulldogs have been in the headlines a lot recently um, with a couple of things that obviously have gone on at their training sessions and and that also dominated a lot of the narrative. Uh, And the Eels finished a week earlier than everybody else because they had the bye in round round 27. So it probably does feel a little bit, Dobbo, like they have escaped... Uh, a lot of the blowtorch and a lot of criticism to a degree. Uh, I, I don't think you can sugarcoat it in any way. Going from a grand final yep. to missing the finals uh, is an out-and-out fail. Um, we've spoken about it at length. I think they made a lot of mistakes in the recruitment space. I yep. don't think they should have let Reid Marnie go. There are a number of other players, like Murata Niakore played for the Warriors yesterday. They should have tried harder to, to retain him. Uh, you can go to Ray Stone. You can go to Oregon Kafusi, who featured for the Sharks last night off the bench. Yep. Um, the, they, did have a, they did have a couple player. of bad runs. Like the, the, Their draw was poor. Like don't give me the, mate, Dobbo, don't. Like, why do you not Because oh, you, you always try and no, spin. You always try and spin No, I'm not spinning it. I someone's didn't think got a soft matter. draw or someone's got a hard draw. Uh, uh, Newcastle they got to the grand final. Draw. They should play most of the eight. Well, they lost Reed Marnie. That's a big loss. They had Josh Hodgson who got injured. They had to start their spine during the course of the year. We know what happened with Brown. Mm. That was an issue. Yeah. So there's some contributing factors. There are a lot of contributing yeah. factors. It's right? not just about. But the reality is they made a grand final. They told us the premiership window was wide open. They were going to be back playing finals again next year. We're going to be a top four side for the next however many seasons. And then they came out and they, for a variety of different reasons, they haven't been able to get it done. They're a big club. They're a massive brand, especially in New South Wales and in Sydney. And it's a fail. They've suffered with consistency as well. Like Yes. They beat Penrith twice. Yes. They beat Penrith in the last yeah, week, when it, Yeah, but they beat Penrith when it doesn't. Yeah. Like, on the biggest stage in the biggest game last season, they missed the kick, weren't at the races, got bashed up by Fitzharris and Leota and couldn't get it done. So it doesn't. it's irrelevant that they beat Penrith in round 26 in a nothing game. So you didn't game. take nothing out of that? Not, not really, no. If anything, I, I, what if do they I'm take a Parramatta fan, I'm what angry. What do they take out of it? Well, they can play with... Their season might but not have gone well, but they can oh, match so they've got to play Penrith oh, so every that's week. Good. They didn't make the finals, but, oh, yeah, but we beat Penrith I, in round 26. I accept awesome. they've been poor. And, and, and I don't the like Tigers are going to say that too, guys. Oh, well, don't worry about that. Yeah, you know what? Don't worry we about beat, that. We, we beat, beat Penrith. Penrith. Yeah. No, we beat Penrith 12-8, I reckon it was. No, well, this, it was. Well, no, because that's what you've just I said. I get that. It was in Bathurst. I get it. Or Mudgee or wherever it was. They won that in the wet one night. But can we just talk about seriously? From Ryan Madison taking four weeks when he should have copped the fine. But he tried to yep, change it. Yep, yep. But, mate, he still came out and did it to start off. But he should, yeah. you know? they should never have allowed the club, him to make right. that decision. The club, the club has got some fundamental issues. But is Brad Arthur under pressure? Why? Well, no, I don't think he's under pressure in terms of in the immediate 
future, but certainly if they don't make the finals next year and it's a similar story to this season, then absolutely he'll be one of the coaches who has spoken about. Because, look, good coaches are hard to find and Brad has clearly proven that he, he knows what it takes to set up a system to have success. He's got them into the grand final last year, but if they, if they miss the eight again next year with the side that they've got, then the window's out and out closed, and the people who are in positions of power at power matter have probably got to look at making some hard decisions. Is he the coach who's going to be able to take them to the next level? Because at the moment, they're in the longest premiership drought of any NRL side. You've got to go all the way back to 1986 in terms of when they last won a title. Well... Let's let's wait and see. I mean, have they got what's their? their obviously, they've got a big junior nursery, and you know that. And they've got they're but always. They're, you know what though? With that, are they are they getting it right? Because we're seeing a lot of good Parramatta local juniors end up playing other at other clubs. clubs. Yeah. Ethan Sanders is the latest example. Looks as though he's going to be off to the Canberra Raiders next year. Whereas he's a young gun half. He's grown up supporting Parramatta his whole life. All he's ever wanted to do is wear the blue and gold, but because of the way that they structured the contracts, I think they made an error with the way they've structured Dylan Brown's contract with all these options, three years, five years, eight years, ten years, asterisks here, asterisks there. It's confusing. They need, I think for me, the, the focus um, in the off-season, either find or develop a, a dummy half, like put some work into hands. Um, Hands was good when he... Yeah, but, but he, he's young. He, 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 he's, yeah, he's, so put some work in and around him. That, you know, the, the other members of their spine, you know, Gutherson, um, Brown and Moses, they, they're top draw. Well, they're established, absolutely. They, they, they're yeah. top draw, but they need that established dummy half to help them out. They're probably too... Rel- like, when you look at like the makeup of their forward pack as well, well especially in their, their, their front two... They're loaded up on, on like two top quality front rowers, but when then they come off, like the standard really dips. Like, yeah. Again, like we talk about the makeup of teams and squads, I think, you know, maybe even looking at does Campbell Gillard or Borlo come off the bench? Similar to the issue yeah. with, the, with the Titans, where when with Mo Fodawaka and, um, and Tino, like you, you notice the difference when. When they're both off the field. Well, you go from an eight-cylinder to a yeah. four-cylinder. Mm. Well, Penrith did it this year. They didn't do it yesterday, but for uh, about a month to six-week block there, they were starting Lindsay Smith and Leota was yeah. coming off the bench. And, I mean, they, they, they've got a luxury of riches because they've also got Lenu as well. But um, you do see some coaches like to make sure that they've always got one of those big-name enforcers out there. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, as you said, that he Brad Arthur needs to get some jobs done next year or, you know, there's going to be some pressure. We're going to take a break. We're going to talk end-of-season awards. James Graham, James Hooper, Gordon Tallis, Ben Dobbin with you. Dan Ganane will be calling it. Brent Reid will be on the sideline. And this game is going to be epic. It is now time where we do the Sunday Sinbin NRL Awards for 2023. Now, well, we're going to go around the room here and have a little bit of a discussion because no doubt... All you two, you three are experts, James. Yeah, your microphone's not working. So oh, do you want okay. there? Well, well, there we go. Well, like, we be, Hang on, uh, what have you got? A Slovakia. Can you just stick to the program? You don't like it as soon as food comes out, right? Well, who has got a pie in his mouth, and you've just got a shoe sausage lucky. roll, a sausage roll, roll right? Yeah. Mate, Actually, br- br- the boys br- next door, right, said. They got the best wraps in Newcastle. They're outstanding. And they said that they'd bring one in for me, right? Right. 
Okay, good. Well, just can you just so try and wait till the break before you shove oh, that in your gob? Listen here. I know the He's award, right? He, so, he got listen, <laughs> sideline. So, so Dan Ganane's the number one caller. Jimmy Graham's like the We're colour commentator. We're not talking commentator. about commentators. And, and, and James Hooper is the number one sideline eye, but... Mate, we can't afford I disagree him with that. on Fox. I disagree with that. But Why anyway, that? that's because I don't think he is. Okay, anyway. so who is Oh, it? hang on. Who is Hang on. Oh, Reedy. Oh, Reedy just chucked his head in there. <laughs> Reedy just fucked his head around. I've got news for you, mate. You're a long way down the food chain. A long way down. Oh, Reedy wants to come Gordy in. and I were good mates. I'm very disappointed, <laughs> Gordy. <laughs> no, very disappointed. Yeah. No, uh, he's not, not working. You told me off air I was the man. <laughs> Tells everybody that. I think yeah. what we did agree on, the Dobbo was about number six. <laughs> well, listen, Emma Lawrence has dropped down to four. Yeah, so that's probably right. Emma's, yeah. So, mate, you're the, but Dobbo, listen, okay, everybody needs those backup players, you know, like the, you know, like the blokes that hang around the squad in the top 30. They just come like, in that trainer we used to call them cannon fodder. You know, they're just around and they just back up everybody. Yeah, you just played okay. the ball, Dobbo. Mate, yeah, just the stand place. There. Yeah, <laughs> the, the play. Or hold the pad. Uh, Dobbo, can you hold, hold the, the pad? Dobbo, can you hold, hold the, the pad? How, how long? How long have we got to work here tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Dobbo, we've got another couple of hours. Another hour. Dobbo, really, and, and I think our listeners need to know this: is you know, uh, as we, we all know, being part of a team is is really important. And, yeah, it is. You know, we've we've organised a you know a staff staff dinner, uh, celebrated dinner. You were here in Newcastle. Yeah. And uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. What are you What are you getting at? Well, you've pulled out. No, 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 no. I'm going home to my no, family you pulled tonight. Out. I'm you, going you, home to my you, family tonight. Well, why well, would we you live? Where do you live? Where do you live? Hang on. Why did you lie? It wasn't news to the boss. This was news to us. We were all told. Did you see? Did you see my bag there? Team dinner. Did you see my bag there? Team dinner. Okay. Yeah. To celebrate. This is it's him, been a, right? it's been a strong him. season, right? This is him. We're into September. Tea. We're into the finals. This is him. Uh, e- everybody, we're going to get everybody together. We're getting the bus. You were there for the bus trip yeah. up from Sydney. It's a dreadful bus. Then we're going to go and have something to eat together, enjoy each other's company, and get the bus home. Right. Okay. But now you're, you've done a triple pike and a pirouette and a so, backflip and you're out. So, like, what happened? Oh, mate, I can't wait for it. I can't wait for it. But what happens is he... I've been so waiting, got you, all I was waiting you all week. And then because you and pulled out like our big boss, so he can't brown those oh, anymore. Oh, so, you know, so he can't old, white so it. Yeah. <laughs> you know the old lick up and shit down. He can't white it. See, mate, so, like, the dob is a typical lick up. I'm going to tell you now. I've had enough of you. Lick up shit down type of guy, right? So, whoever's more important, you've got to talk to him. And then when the boss pulled out, you was coming, you were like, damn. Dancing, and I'm like, yeah, okay, cool, right? Because I'm his boss. But then, obviously, <laughs> then now, because he's not here. Yeah, did you just you, say you're your yeah, boss? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love your boss. So, I love Paul so much. I love it. He actually believes it. Well, he, hang on, just and on that. There's truth in it. Just on that. Now, now, I'm glad you've raised this because. Oh, here we go. Gordon, right? Yeah. So, so you, right? You con- This just just jogged my memory. You contacted me during the week this week, <laughs> and you said, "Listen, right? Can you please have a word to Gordy? Right? He's the, uh, he's the skipper of the side. We need to all have a meal in Newcastle together. I don't want to get on the bus. I don't want to go back to Sydney. 
right? So, please, can you okay. float it with Gordy? Because yeah. then if Gordy says it, it'll happen and it'll stick. Yes. But now you're out of that. No, well, hang on. Let's just get a couple of... Well, and also... Double. What happened to the NRL awards? Can I... No, hold on. And then why... you're steering the ship. Why you hiding behind Emity and going, I'm going to have no family? I've got one too, you know. She actually said to me, So I live in Queensland. I'm choosing to go. Does she say stay? Stay. Her exact words where I don't want you home. <laughs> and also, this could have been the perfect redemption story. What do you mean? There's no you, redemption you, with you. You disgraced yourself last time we were. <laughs> that was the rum and oh, that's why is that the, the rum? No, that's yeah. why it's the drunken chicken. That's why <laughs> drunken chicken. He threw up like oh, dobber. Listen, <laughs> hey, there's some things that don't need to come up. All right, that is uncalled for. <laughs> you don't need to bring that garbage up. Well, you did throw up. No. Oh, jeez. Oh, right. Lance, yeah, I got I'll food. give you a hand. I got a I'll... case of food poisoning. Can we get on to the NRL awards? I'll give you a hand, right? Yeah, okay. Let's go Dally M. Let's go round the room. Gordon, tell us your Dally M player of the year. Sean Johnson. Right. You think he's a standout? Uh, I think the Warriors, from where they started to where they finished, uh, they'd probably only be Tohu, Harrison, Aiden, Fanua, Blake. That might have taken some points. And Zelezniak, and I think without Sean Johnson playing for the Warriors, I think think he polls points in every single game that the Warriors won. So that's going to be hard to beat. How many games did they win? 15, something like that? They won a lot of games. Yeah, right. Yes. So then, so if he gets two, he's going to be very hard to beat. When voting went behind closed doors, Payne Haas was out in front on 30 points. Nathan Cleary, 27. Harry Grant, 25. Sean Johnson was all the way down on uh, 22, right? So he's eight points off when it's gone behind closed doors. But the Warriors have been on a roll. To Gordon's point, he has been outstanding and polling points every yeah. game. When you're watching the Broncos, often it's Walsh, it's, Walsh. it's Reynolds, it's Carrigan. Like, so I'm not sure whether as good a form as Payne Haas has been in. And I would love to see a front rower win the award. Yep. Oh, I'm with Gordy. I, I think Johnson goes on a run and gets it done. Yeah, I'm in, uh, I think I'm in the same boat as well. Sean Johnson... One man who might push him close uh, is Caelan Ponga. Yes. With his yep. latest uh, exploits. The nine-game roll. Yeah, the nine-game yep. roll. So I imagine he'd be picking up around about six points, about five or six in each of those games. Yep. Uh, he, he he could potentially uh, overtake him. That, that, that's the only one. When you think about how the, you know, the scoring system works, um, Ponga see, possibly, but... Um, see, I... I've got to be honest with you. I think Payne Huss, he, he didn't have a lot of time out injured. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I understand. I think he, he might have done. Don't try to talk us into your opinion. No, no, you I, 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 no but so. I, I believe that I believe that he will go very close. Um, he, consistency for Brisbane, he's been unbelievable. He hasn't had the injuries he had last year. He hasn't had the suspensions. Reese Walsh would have been. How many for front me, rows have ever won it? I don't think a, I don't think a front row has ever won the Dallium. Good. So it started in it started in 1980. Well, yeah, uh, he's he might have won a. He's a middle. 30, he's middle, a middle. Yeah. Absolutely, he's won it. I think he's won two. Right. So, he, but no front rower. Well, I don't think there's ever been a, a, a bloke who is actually selected to start at prop uh, every game each week that has collected the Dallium medal. So, uh, look, Payne Ars is certainly going to be right up there. Dobbo, look, he's had a great year. The Raiders taking on the night. Southern Death Elimination Rugby League. Four o'clock kickoff. Dan Gadane will be your caller. Yesterday, well, the Panthers, they were super classy in their win that took them through to a prelim final. And this bloke has just been awesome for them. He had to come in as a replacement when Nathan Cleary was injured. He's then now wearing the sixth jersey while um, Jerome Luai is out. 
His name is Jack Cogger and he's a Newcastle junior and he joins us on the Sinbin. Jack, congratulations on yesterday's win, mate. Hey, boys. Uh, thanks for that. It was, uh, yeah, good Good to get the win. Week off now into a prelim. Jack, just on that, how are you enjoying the ride at the moment? And do you have to pinch yourself a little bit that all of a sudden you are in this position, you're only 80 minutes away from a grand final? If someone had said that to you at the start of the year, would you have believed them? Yeah, probably not, mate. 12 months ago, I was, uh, yeah, trying to find my way back to the country, let alone end up at the Panthers. And as you said, 80 minutes away from possibly a grand final, considering it was my, my first finals appearance in the NRL only yesterday. So, yeah, um, pretty exciting times, mate. Hey, Jack, it's James Graham here. Congratulations on the victory yesterday. Uh, mate, I just want to ask you, what is it that, in, in your opinion, that separates this Panthers team's from others, you, you've been at a, a number of football clubs, but what is it, in, in your opinion, that sets them apart? Yeah, mate, it's, you know, you got the obvious things that everyone can see from the outside um, in terms of, you know, defence is obviously something that the club prides itself on, but I think it comes down to, you know, from the first day, I, I noticed that everyone loves coming to training and that might seem weird to, to others, but everyone uh, been at clubs where, yeah, you know, training can be a chore, but Everyone comes into training every day and, and loves being there and, and can be themselves. It's a really, um, you know, better word, a safe place. Or I don't know, everyone just feels comfortable um, being at training and, and loves turning up and working hard for each other. So I think that, that, that goes a long way to um, building the combination that you see and um, that defensive steel that we, we were able to show yesterday. Yeah, it certainly reflects in the style of football that uh, Penrith have been able to consistently sustain over the course of the last four seasons now. Uh, Jack, geez, you must be loving playing behind this pack. Like yesterday, James Fisher-Harris and Moses Leota, they just went to work, uh, put the overalls on, put a clinic on early in terms of that middle third of the field, uh, and then you've got the likes of Spencer Lenu um, coming off the interchange bench. Must be great for a young bloke like yourself. Yeah, that's it, mate. The, the forwards there all year they've been they've been good and they they really lay a good platform from the start. And yeah, I know other other teams they must um, you know not not dread, but yeah, it's a tough task <laughs> coming up against um, on those boys. And as you said, when you know two guys go off in Moses and and Fish, and then you get um, you know Spence, Spencer coming on off the back fence. Um, yeah, thank God they're on my team. Which one scares you the most? Yeah, uh, maybe uh, I don't want to say say one because they're not. <laughs> <'Cause you're scared. laughs> Come on, Jack. Come and the on, other Jack. one might get in the wrestle. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jack. Jack, obviously, you know you're obviously going to finish with Penrith, but next year you're at Newcastle. Um, <laughs> as much as you, you're at Newcastle local, you, you have a look at this and go, "Well, gee whiz, I'm excited about what I'm seeing, knowing full well that their form this year you you would hope will continue, and they're really building a platform going forward." Yeah, mate, yeah, it's been good to see. Like, I've obviously started there and I've still got a, a number of mates that are still in the squad, um, which would be good to link back up with them next year. But, yeah, just from afar watching, it's been good to see. Um, obviously, the town gets gets behind them all the time, win, lose or draw. But at the moment, yeah, another sellout there today, which will be great atmosphere um, for the boys to play in front of. But, yeah, um, yeah, from afar, it's been, it's been good to see. And as I said, just more so for, for my mates that are, that are in the team now that um, – yeah, they're getting some good results. Jack, um, obviously Jerome Luai is uh, is a, a, um, that shoulder issue. 
Um, do you envisage playing the next two games for Penrith? Uh, I think I have to, mate. I'm just going to prepare like I am playing. Um, so, if, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure Jerome will be back. He's got the mindset that he is, and that's half the battle sometimes. So, But for me, it'll be, yeah, prepare like I'm playing. And, um, you know, if that if the call comes five minutes before kickoff or five days before kickoff, I'll, I'll just have to be ready. And, um, yeah, hopefully if, if that does happen, everyone around around me is confident and I can be confident that I can get the job done again. You might have to tell a couple of those front rowers that Jerome thinks that they're soft <laughs> so they get him a training for you. <laughs> hey, Jack, like, yeah, like yesterday we were all sitting on the couch and we're watching Nathan Cleary and how good he is. So we see you know, uh, his ability. What is what is something that for the rest of your life when you're going to go play that you're going to take from what Nathan's taught you? Oh, well, there's, there's obviously, you know, the, everyone says it, you know, the work he does um, out in the field. And, you know, it is no lie that, you know, he's first and last off every every time. Like, it's a bit of a cliche, but it's just it's just the truth, and he is. Um, you know, so... There's obviously that, and that, that gives you great confidence that, yeah, you know, if you do put in the in the hard yards that, you know, you can reap the rewards. But I think, um, yeah, seeing him stand up in kind of pressure moments and, and big moments, as you saw yesterday, a finals game, and taking that head on and just how to approach, um, you know, the mental side of the game when, when you know, you're, you're confronted with those things um, is something that hopefully I can take forward in my career and I can be a part of some of those moments myself. Was the plan for you, Jack, like obviously you started your career at Newcastle, you had a couple of years at the Bulldogs, then you went over to England and you played in a Challenge Cup final. Was the plan always to try and come back to the NRL or, or what were you thinking? Yeah, that's it, mate. I wanted to come back. Everyone wants to play in the best comp in the world and at the moment that's the NRL. Obviously when I went over there, you know, I, I respected the opportunity Huddersfield gave me. I didn't want to be going there going, oh, I can't wait to get out of here to get back, but... So, um, you know, I, I went over there to do the best I could for Huddersfield and, um, you know, I learned a lot and I like to think I became a better player in those couple of years and luckily, um, yeah, Penrith came calling and obviously I wasn't going to say no to that and it turned out like a, a, a pretty good, um, yeah, pretty good decision to, to come back um, when I did. Unbelievable. Well, mate, best of luck when you head towards a prelim, mate, and congratulations on your form. I know I watched you um, when you when you beat the Dolphins when you came up and you did a great job there and you've been filling in all throughout the year. It's been awesome. Congratulations, mate. Best of luck for the remainder of the year and thanks for being with us. Thanks, boys. Have a good one. Yeah. Good on you. We'll take hey, a break. Job, I, I just got to give Harry yeah. Snitzels a rap. Right. I oh, know, it's just a local schnitzel guy. He's yeah. just a battler. Okay. Mate, mate, I just want to give him a rap. It was outstanding myself. And Jimmy Graham got sent one. They were outstanding. Are you, you're right. Well, it's Jimmy's birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, What's that got to do with Harry Schnitzels? <laughs> I just want to get... Well, I want to give a young battler a rap. He gave, oh, you, he gave you a rap. Oh, no, it's reciprocating. Can we go to a break? Sunday Simbi. <laughs> Welcome back to Triple M Sunday Simbi. And all thanks to Prosper. We're live from McDonald Jones Stadium. Gordon Tallis, James Graham, James Hooper, Ben Dobbin with you. Uh, kick off 4 o'clock. Knights taking on uh, the Canberra Raiders. Both sides have been out. They've had a look. They are obviously now starting to prepare. They'll be out for a warm-up very shortly. Uh, the Raging Bull is unavailable, and we bring in why we are waiting for the Raging Bull. 
Triple M's a number one caller. It's about to come up, Dobbo. Yeah, yeah. It's about here, to come Oh, here we go. Here we go. Bull, just come in because Dan's decided to crowbar himself in here. Um, you're <laughs> and, and Gordon's back. Dan Ganane, a very good afternoon. Hello, Dobbo. How are we? Uh, are you worried about your mate Ricky? No. He's going to cop a bloodbath today, I think, Dobbo. <laughs> I think we're going to see the Christians fed to the Lions. That's not a shot at Ricky. I just think, uh, don't we all feel like Newcastle are going to put on a performance today? Stick up for you, mate. I, I think... I think Come that, on, mate. Because you the, said eight weeks ago Raiders are going to win. Yeah, I did say that. Five games. Yeah, I did say that. Come on, stick up. Well, just stay true to your word for once. I think Newcastle's showing that they're the better side. That's being honest. I think they've shown that now we're getting. He's off your bus, Rick. No, I haven't dropped the bus. He's off the bus. No, I have not. 10 minutes. Anyway, oh, what's God. your point, Dan? Very disappointed you're not coming to the team, dinner. Oh, Bobo. here we go. I yeah, mean, what about this? This is, this, this, this is him doing it. I have a theory. Talked it up all week. I have a theory. Here, this will be good. He wants to go home so he can watch his Cleveland Browns at three in the morning. So he wants to get a nice night's sleep. He's got to work tomorrow, too. He is the hardest working bloke in the middle. And my mic's gone now, it's oh, come back. You're back. So I think he's getting the 7.15. He's avoiding the team dinner that has been organised. That For was him. a bonding session. For him. So he can right. go and watch his end. Not for me. Not for me. Not for me. You had to redeem yourself, right? What from? Getting food episode. poisoning after I got food poisoning last time. You watered. No, yeah, and I got food poisoning. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't know about this did. food poisoning. <laughs> Mate, nobody else got what you got. I think you just a big cat and you seven, wanted to go home. 17 beers on a... We'll do that. <laughs> I mean, he only had about one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, I think what, what's been missed in this story is the, just the complete arrogance of Van Dobbin. <laughs> like, so, yeah. oh, Charlie, book me two nights. Book me two nights in Sydney. No, that's uh, not right. Yeah. So have, that's you, not right. have you got a hotel room booked tonight? <laughs> no, I haven't. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Yes, yes, cancelled have. and squared away. I just sent an email no. to him. <laughs> so, Charlie, so book me two nights. So you did. Charlie, book me two I nights. I only made the decision no. 20 minutes ago when and I realised I'd actually don't like you. And. Who are you talking about? I don't want to be with his birthday. I don't want to spend my birthday with his birthday with him. Triple SCA. Oh, we'll just put it on the company credit card. But book me two nights and book me a flight back to Brisbane from Sydney. Oh, no, no. Oh, you know what? But actually, ah, forget that. I don't even care if it's paid for or not. And, I'll, you know, I'll just throw on a flight from Newcastle back to Brisbane as well. Well, you know what? I hope the flight gets cancelled. And you're <laughs> stuck here on your own. Hey, I'm sorry. What did that mean? Hey, Turn up if I rock up to the hey, restaurant. Hey, choose it. Hey, mate, what's happening? Oh, good. Um, I haven't spoken to you this week. Uh, no, no lies. Yeah, you did. Actually... You did uh, the did, footy talk. So did, sorry, too. mate. So, okay, talk. so sorry, stop lying, the, right? I'm in the wrong. Get some credibility. <laughs> so, mate, are you going to fly down? No. They've asked me to call on Saturday. I'll be down there for two days, dinner. That's so not talk- what I said. Please do not. Dan, this is what you create. You come in here. But and mate, they've no, got no, no, I listen to this. This is my favourite show, all right? I listen to it from midday, just about every show. I love my Sundays. Right, uh, but you, people think that it's fabricated, but it's not. This is actually your life. This is like days of our lives, right? And then just how much you swing like, in the breeze. How bad? How bad? Would, like, it, how bad would it be to like call up the airline and make a false? Oh, so the plane doesn't yeah. go. So Dobbo's stuck here in Newcastle. Your heart up, your heart up. Apologies to everybody else. James, it's on the plane, but Dobbo being hilarious. Are you, are you, are you suggesting the, say, <laughs> a bomb? Are you suggesting a bomb through your <laughs> no, 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 seriously. Hey, 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 I just want to know 
where you're going with this. No, 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 gentlemen, I do love this show. It is the only show I listen to from start to finish, always. <laughs> and I thought, and Dobbo's right, I want to crowbar my way onto this because I, I, there are so many things I learn out of the two hours or three hours, however long you're on. You leave me alone. So can I write, can you're all copying it, let me tell you. You're all copying it, not just Dobbo. Dolce and Gabbana. So can I, I, can I, again, you in the dress. Every, ever since, ever since they put you on 360. Since you've went, been on TV, you've picked up. And you wear your shoulders. And you come in with the slides, I don't know what part I worked with you from. for 20 years. You've never commented on clothes until I started. Started putting you in the solids, looking like Eddie Maguire from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire 20 years ago, and you fancy yourself now. You now the you're a cri- oh, not now, now you can find a friend. 50 50 or find a friend, and you got the man. You're with the big fella. I'm starting at second. I'm going to road test it here. It okay. might go down the drain, but we're on for four hours, for God's sake. Let's try it. What I learned. Please, can I have some music, Charlie? Oh, here we go. <laughs> I learned that according to Dobbo, if it's not Mossman, Sydney suburbs like Bankstown and Penrith are blacktown all the same. No, no, no. That is not true. That is not true. I you learned didn't say that. I learned the Broncos coaching staff looks like a goldfish bowl, according to former male model Gordon Tallis. <laughs> With toadfish in them. <laughs> I, learned, I learned men can be witches too. Yes, this is true. I also learned Dobber doesn't appear to have much enthusiasm for the Brisbane Breakfast Show. <laughs> well, he's had a medical there, Margo. You know, I mean, rugby league's a funny thing. If I say yes, he probably won't go. If I say no, he probably ends up there tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm going to say, I don't know. Yeah, stick that up, you Margo. <laughs> Now, tension between radio shows, it's a tradition as old as time. Is there tension between drive time and breakfast up there? No, none. None at all. Yeah, you know what's happening? You know what's happening? No, He's trying to position himself. I'm going to break it on my show. Yes! 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 Uh, I learned Hoops is a triple checker. That's good journalism. I learned that if you leave a towel on the hotel pool banana chair, Gordon Tallis will rip it off. Yeah, mate, I'm sitting there. That's it. What a pig. And I'm going to order a pina colada. I'm going to order a pina colada and the kids can get ice cream and we're going to set up base camp. (laughs) I learned Val Holmes, great at footy, not as good on Instagram. No, not very good. Uh, I learned that when Ben Dobbin talks about hot chicken rolls, he gets stimulated. (laughs) Speaking of that, I learned Gordon Tallis, generous man, but when it comes to schnitzel, apparently it's every man for himself. (laughs) That's exactly right. true. Well, I got it from next door. The other radio station. I learned that... What? The other radio guys gave it to me. Well, they're trying to poach me with food. <laughs> well, they know they that... Might have they might have a heart. 
And a 30-pack they might I learned that James the Grinch Graham thinks Penrith's terrific try set up by the shoe-missing Nathan Cleary shouldn't have been allowed because he wasn't wearing the proper attire. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's really good. <laughs> I learned, yeah, and the winger didn't come off. I winger. learned Dobbo is filthy. He's not going to New Zealand. <laughs> I also learned Dobbo can host the hell out of a dog show. <laughs> That's about where he belongs. I learned James Graham has apparently replaced fellow ginger Ronald McDonald as the face of Mackin. That's true. <laughs> He's not the face. He's an ambassador. ambassador. Ronald McDonald's the owner of McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you know he is? Can it's I like say, Colonel Sanders. I thought the hamburger one might have What the hell the hamburger? That's the show. You can be the hamburger. The hamburger doesn't exist anymore. They discontinued him, mate. Was it? That's you could bring, bring, bring him back. <laughs> Dom, uh, uh, Jimmy, may I say, that's a hell of a good ad. Yeah. No, honestly, that's a hell of a good ad. And you do a very good ad for... A product that's on Triple M at the moment, the ad. I think we should call you the Ginger Monkey. That's the product you sell. Yes. You could be the Ginger Monkey. Hell of like an ad. It. Listen out for it. He knows how to read a script. Uh, let's see. Good question, James. <laughs> <laughs> I learned Gordon Tallis thinks hoodoos are rubbish. Well, I mean, that wasn't funny. I actually just learned that. <laughs> I learned who doesn't care for talk of a good draw or bad draw. No, he doesn't like that. And finally, thanks to the T-shirt I just received, I've learned Ben Dobbin's phone number. <laughs> well done, Ben. Good day. We might have this segment as we oh, no, lead no, no, no. Well, this on. is the last time. Hold I'm on, good. hold on. You didn't realise. Everybody, welcome to your new... Welcome back to McDonald's Jones Stadium. A under an hour now to kick off between the Raiders and the Knights. Triple M Sunday, Sinbin. The old Marathon Stadium, my friend. The McDonald's, old Marathon. Yeah, You're well, having okay. trouble with McDonald's Jones. It's not McDonald's Jones, Jones Stadium. We well, just I called don't... it McDonald's Joneses. No, I didn't. Listen, it. Listen, listen. Mate, listen, just call it Marathon. Why well, I'm doing my intro, the host intros. Mm. Shut up. Well, no, I'm trying to help you, mate. Just call it Henny, Henny Stadium or something. Bit. Like, let's just call it something. But just stay away from Gordy, McDonald's. Gordy, James Jones. Hooper, James Graham, Ben Dobbin, Danganay, not far away. And also Brent Reed on the sideline. It is now time oh, for this. Oh, you're not on the sideline. <laughs> All right, the Raging Bull, now time for you, my friend. Away you How go. How are you going to go? You might feel a bit attacked. You know when, you know, you're a partnership of the game, like Fox Sports, it's a partner. Yep. News Limited partner, like Sydney Morning Herald or SCN or Triple M or ABC, you're partners yeah. of the game, aren't you? Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. I was reading the paper the other day that the Brisbane Grand Final is the getting played. Cup. Host, Host Plus, Plus Cup. Yeah. And Channel 9 is... And, after, you know, you've got to fill all your content and all these players that have dreamt all day to play on grand final day, you get Channel 9, you're live on TV. These are the kids that end up going. So Billy Slater, they've all Ooh. gone through it. they play for Queensland. And Channel 9 aren't going to cover it to the masses, to the people that don't have Fox. They're covering the grand final. They're covering the NRL grand final and oh, the, the women's Qu- NRLW grand final. What about the Queensland Cup? Sorry, 
Sorry, that wasn't in the rights for them. So what are you having right. to go because they've decided that, that from a financial decision because they want to give more money to the, the, the game and they give financial. a lot of money. Fin- so, so it's a financial decision. It's a Q Cup, though. Surely that's good for So come on, keep it so it's a financial decision. I have no idea. So it's not for – so I now no I know idea. why. So then I hope people Oh, so up. what? So what? So Hang Queenslanders, on. so they don't respect you enough yes, they do. to give you the game. Mate, I'm sorry. Let's strip it back. I get what you're trying to say, and well done to Fox and to KO for broadcasting the grand final. Congratulations. I mean that genuinely. I'm pleased it's being shown. But I'm not going to point it at an organisation. Well, don't take it off ABC. Don't take it off people that want to show them. Hang, hang on. That's the QRL, mate. The QRL did the deal, the negotiations for the rights of the, their competition. Did no, they run? Why is it not no. on Channel they 9? Run. Because they run. Because there's no deal done. There's no deal done no, it's there. Just no, not they on just put it on there. So it. Do you They're think Fox have a deal? Do you think Fox have a deal with them? But they just give it to the people, don't they? Well, I think... It's a really good point I think, that you make. I think, I think that now, So you want loyalty, so you want ratings, right? The game's gone up 20%. The, mate, the Redcliffe Dolphins, who started in that competition, but yet Channel 9 don't want to cover them. I think there's a little bit more to it than that. Well, tell me. I don't actually know. But so I don't think... What is you've read in a paper. You've read in a paper, that a snippet, and now you're going off from the back fence of the Vulture Street end. I think you probably no. need to sorry, go and do sorry, a little sorry, bit more. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's either Milton or Caxton. That's rugby league. <laughs> the other one's cricket. Yeah. Right? So this is a rugby league show, so we talk about a rugby league Well, you're league going stadium. from the Caxton Street end. There you I go. I can tell you. No, no. You I'm don't just telling you as the people. So I'm talking to all my friends in North Queensland that don't. They'd love to sit and watch it, and that's the competition that I got inspired to want to be a rugby league player, and I just come up with the point that I read the other day that Channel 9 aren't covering it. So I just asked the question, and you're the man of the news, and you're the channel, and then you, mate, you tell me that you're the man. And you're the voice of rural Queensland. Rugby league. So, like, then I was just thinking, mate, if you ask that question, all those people out there, would they like to be watching it? What do you reckon their answer would be? Of course. And you represent these people, Ben Dobbin. What do you mean I represent these well, people? That's what every you're talking about. So, mate, so... Oh, that's the podcast, every drop counts. What, so, come what, on, mate. Why are you laughing, idiot? <laughs> so, I'm just asking. When it's a partnership, it's 50-50, but it's not 50-50. Okay, it well, could be 100%. Clearly, clearly, there's a breakdown between the QRL and the, their host broadcaster. Now, I'm not privy to those contract negotiations or what's going on there, but... I do know Don't one you thing. show it to the people well, that watch no, the channel you are? Gordon, if that's the case, mate, it'd all be on free-to-air TV and every free-to-air station to just well, show rugby turn league. It on? No, they don't, mate. They pay rights for it, and then there's a, a then they try and recoup the money. And if they don't recoup the money, they lose money and they'll lose the rights. So clearly, there's is not there, the appetite is for people some, to watch it. Oh, there's clearly right. not the appetite for people to watch it to on promote, a free-to-air. To on promote, a, okay, cool. It's so, not about promoting. Geez, I'd love if they turned off Grand Final or the Queenslanders. Well, they're not going to turn off the Grand Final. How do you know? But, well, history will show they don't. Mm. History okay. shows that so they don't. So why don't you show a bit of goodwill and say, you guys have watched this all the time and just give them something? Well, Surely they could put it on Gem or one of the other ones. Well, mate, mm-hmm. I don't know. He's Come talking on, through mate. his talk. You, mate, he's talking through his pocket. No, I'm that's not. Right. No, I'm not talking so through my pocket. Do you, you think that's stop, right? Mate? The Channel Nine's not showing it. You need to grab I don't the know what is going on. Triple M, let's not call it as well. Okay, I don't, we're not calling the Host Plus Cup at no. Triple M. No, mate. So let's, mate. See, so let's not call it. We've tried to call it, and you know yeah. what they've said to me? No, we can't afford to do it unless we can get a sponsor around it. We don't want to call it because they don't want to. Do you think Channel Nine could get a sponsor? Well, maybe they can, but maybe they choose not to. And anyway, there's your point. I don't know. 
I don't know why you're trying to set up Channel 9 in this. I can tell I'm not, you that I now. Just said, I just said that they're not giving it back to the fans. That's all I'm saying. If I was the boss of Channel 9, I'd give the Queensland people what they want. Anyway. It's as simple as that. Well, And you I, disagree, but I know, because you're from Mossman. No, I'm not from Mossman. Yes, you I are, because you're from New South Wales, well, and you haven't been a kid. I work and you haven't been a kid that's run around all those fields to want to watch their heroes on, on TV. Hang on, hang on. And all those kids that are Gordon, playing and they're... Gordon, and they're I don't want to burst your bubble on this. But the ratings over the last 10 years would suggest that the kids aren't watching the Host Plus Cup Grand Final. Are they watching the NRL Grand Final? Because yes. you guys don't put it no, on. Oh, mate, it's been on for the last 10 years. Seriously, you've read a paper and you've gone on half cock. And that's not normally what you do. But this one, I'm sorry, it is not right. It Why is not right. It? Because... There is contract negotiations. The QRL own the rights to the Grand Final. You understand mm-hmm. that, don't you? Yeah. Okay. So clearly there's been a breakdown between Fairfax, which is Channel 9, and right. the QRL. I don't know about that. I'm just an employee. Are you employee. breaking a story on it? No, I'm not. Let's go. Mate, what are you I'm, breaking on it? Uh, are you saying to... this is above your pay grade? Why, yeah, and well and truly. <laughs> and yours, Dallas. No, it's not, mate. One, one phone call, Fox covered it. There you go. Look at you go. Sunday's Sinbin. Dan Grady next. Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Need funds for your small business? Get fast approvals with funding possible in just hours. From Prosper. Triple M. Triple M Footy lives on Listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water.